Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Coming to you out of SideQuest Studios, this is The Simpsons Index, episode 121. Hello out there, I am your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and joining me in SideQuest Studios today is Jordan Frost. Hello! And here as always, except when he's not, BT Calloway. No, hoi hoi. And thank you all for joining us for The Simpsons Index. Yes, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. This is a podcast where we watch and review three episodes of The Simpsons at a time, but there's a twist. Each one comes from a different decade. Usually. <laughs> what? Don't tell me you're breaking your... Well, I wouldn't say it's a golden rule. It's kind of more of like a copper rule. <laughs> it's, it's like the foundation on which this show is built. So it's a cement rule. Yeah. Okay. Yes, but cement can be chipped and hacked and, um, you know, you can put your hands in it and write stuff. Like, there's actually a bit of sidewalk around here that someone's, like, written in it, the bonginator. Yeah, I saw that. And it's like... <laughs> I assume it's the bonginator that wrote it, but... <laughs> That, have you seen those YouTube videos of the Bong Lord? No. It's this 14-year-old kid who's got a balaclava to disguise his identity, and he just makes a bunch of, like, stupid bongs, <laughs> and he calls himself the Bong Lord. I'll show you after this. It's amazing. Did he come from a future where uh, bongs have taken over? And yeah. I'm trying to figure out what Has the Has to go back in time yeah. to get his parents stoned. He does wear, like, wraparound sunnies like Arnie does in T2, so <laughs> it's quite possible, yeah, he's come to save us from ourselves. So anyway, we're breaking format a little bit today for mostly the reason there are three episodes that are all titled The Old Man and the Blank, taking off Ernest Hemingway's novel The Old Man and the Sea. I thought you were going to say The Sun Also Rises, but you know, that works too. Yeah. <laughs> just, <What? laughs> just to like, you know comedy sorry <laughs> please continue elliot i'm sure it's a really uh, well thought out literacy joke that yeah. i don't get because i'm illiterate yeah audience would probably know we've all had one beer and no lunch so uh... <laughs> so there are a couple of other reasons that we're skipping the hd episode era episode today and i'll get into that a little bit later but for now just letting you know we're doing two teens in a classic today all the old man and the episode starting mm-hmm. out today with season 13 episode 13 the old man and the key very key. clever. Key. So is it like a car key? Or I I'm, guess. I'm guessing it's a car key because, yeah, he's like, I gotta learn how to drive again. Or the key to Zelda's vagina. <laughs> Which is the car key. Yeah. Just don't combine but the no, two. No. <laughs> Jesus. First released in March of Ought 2, it was directed by Lance Kramer, written by John Vitti. In this episode, Grandpa falls in head over heels in love with Zelda, a new resident at the retirement castle who really only wants him for his ability to drive. So he convinces Homer to let him borrow his car and then Grandpa crashes the car and then Zelda runs off with someone else and he chases her all the way to Branson, Missouri. Guys, Mm. what did we think? Uh, Yeah, pretty fun. Yeah, it was funny. Like It was a bit annoying in some parts, I'll Mm. say. But yeah, overall, like it's got some memories that... You know those episodes where you're like, what episode is that from? Yeah. And it's this one. <laughs> this is a lot of that for me. Like, yeah. hmm. even though it, it sort of does follow the one storyline, I feel that like it's a bit wacky and inter- uh, oh, not yeah. really well connected. Mm. It's well wacky, but yeah, it's all a story. And that's an a story that moves quite like, it's got a brisk pace and you're always kind of doing something new and it kind of stays fresh. So even if you don't have a great time, you still, you're along for the ride, you know? Yeah. The concept of, Abe essentially coming back to live with the Simpsons, but like 
them treating it like he's being like the rebellious teen. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of fun to watch, you know, him like storm off into his room and like yeah. start playing old ragtime music on his <laughs> phonograph. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was uh, Glenn Miller. Yep. Sounds right. Yeah. So let's start with you, Jordan. For better or worse, what's a moment from this episode that stands out to you? Most of my notes are pretty positive, so I'm just going to stick with the thing that I didn't love so much, which was the review that they go to see Mm. in Branson. Yeah. I felt it was just really long, and I don't think, like, the characters that they were showing in the review, I don't think were the majority of the guest stars, and they just wanted a chance to kind of do a song, and it just dragged. It really dragged, and... The lyrics weren't really fun or funny. Yeah. And it just kind of stopped the episode for a bit. And I wasn't really taking notes of anything funny or good that I wanted to comment on. Yeah, I completely agree. And it was sort of the same old joke. Here's a celebrity that's, yeah, quote unquote, washed up. And Mm, here's another one. Here's another one. Here's Charo. Here's Mr. T. Fuck them for saying Mr. T is washed up. Fuck them. Yeah. (laughs) I did like that rhyme, yeah. Charo shaked her maracas, BT... Uh, sorry, Mr. T was B.A. Baracus. I yep. almost said B.T. Baracus. <laughs> I am not washed up. I am in the prime of my career. Hey, if you could be compared to Mr. T, I would fucking take it. I am the fool he pities. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still laughing at the idea of B.T. Baracus. Get a <laughs> yeah. yeah. And a whole bunch of gold chains, and I'll be like, this hurts my neck. <laughs> And there was one celebrity playing themselves in that musical number, though. Do you want to have a guess at who it was? The fruit, fruit, ha, ha, ha. No, that, that was Dan Castellaneta. Okay, uh, well. Was it the guy, the ghost? Uh, no. What the, the guy who fucking just thanos yeah. when yeah. Abe showed him his O-bit? What the hell yeah. was that? Yeah, that was very wacky, the fact that... It's like, no, you definitely are dead. Look, I clipped your obituary. And he just turns to dust and sand and melts away. Yeah. yeah. Didn't catch his name, though, so I didn't. I couldn't tell who it was. No, it's kind of the problem with this section is that, yeah, most of these people are, yeah, just, who, who the fuck? I think that and, was and that's the, the point. Joke, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, the one person playing themselves was the Ray J. Johnson. So oh. actor Bill Saluga. And, yeah, this was his big character of his career or something his that- real name isn't ray j johnson <laughs> no it's bill saluga my this world was- is v- is just rocked <laughs> this was the don't call me washed up i do three shows a yeah. day yeah. okay right yeah the guy ray j johnson who i only know from simpsons yeah yeah <laughs> i thought you, say, can, call isn't that the- you yeah. can call him ray yeah. yeah you can call him ray j yeah, because Homer does that bit yeah. in a few episodes. I'm sick of him already. <laughs> I looked through this guy's IMDb. Yeah, it's mostly doing like his Ray J character and other things where he just lists different ways you can say his name, and it's literally that annoying. Is it like an SNL sketch character, or Who like just came did to he life? like is he from a TV show or movie? Like, what uh, is it from? It was developed in a sketch show. Okay. I can't quite remember what it was. But right, it's weird though, right? It'd be like, for example, if like Will Ferrell came back and like, hey, you remember me? I played Alex Trebek on Celebrity Jeopardy. It's a strange thing to like hinge your career on. And yet. Apparently you can do it in Branson, Missouri. (laughs) Yeah. How about you, BT? What's a moment from this episode that stands out to you for better or worse? As kind of lame and stupid as they were, I kind of really like the lost souvenir jackets. (laughs) (laughs) Lost souvenir jacket us. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just 
It's the dumbest way to get into like a 50s style street race, but damn, it was amusing. Yeah, but also it sort of paints that caricature of a very specific person that we kind of know. Like the kind of guy that would wear the tacky Looney Tunes jacket. Yeah, exactly. I love when it's on fire. It's like, sir, your jacket is on fire. I would rather burn than not have people know which stores I've been to. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) To back that up, I also really like how when upset, Grandpa calls everyone milkshakes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, he's happy at first. He goes, What's up, milkshakes? And then he goes, You're an ungrateful little milkshake. Yeah. Like, at the end, it's two different tones. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. Just, it's an adorable thing it's to good. tell people, especially yeah. aggressively. <laughs> well, yeah. you're just a bunch of milkshakes here. You're all milkshakes. <laughs> Much better than calling, yeah, her a hoochie. Uh, hoochie. Over, <laughs> over and over again. Yeah, that's I do love the Marge back. So, face it, Grandpa, she's a stone cold hoochie. <laughs> yeah. I, that's a word I haven't heard since. 2002, yeah, since I would say. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, last time I heard it was like Darius Rucker's old band. That's, that's Hootie. Hootie. <laughs> Hoochie in the snow. <laughs> Let her sob. <laughs> yeah, so the death race was also like a much needed drama in the episode. Like I like that it built on a joke that I didn't find like super funny at first, which was mm. Homer like pressing the brake. Yeah. It's like, you know, your reaction's too slow, so I need to brake for you. But then it brings it back by like them having the shoe on the stick in the car so that they can win the race. And I thought, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll yeah. give you that one. Yeah, it at least tied into it, even though like I was so mixed on the material though. Like the car chase itself wasn't that. No, wasn't I mean, it wasn't exciting, it. but I mean, I it don't know though. that a. Uh, like seniors drag race would be super exciting potentially either yeah, way I should have just had left indicator on yeah just, yeah like hazard, like stop he's got his hazard lights i did like as well that in the translation the guy in the back says yeah on the subtitle it says oh no a shoe on a stick yeah yeah but what he actually says is the shoe of the devil <laughs> oh really <laughs> yeah, yeah. This clearly says diablo <laughs> yeah oh i missed that yeah <laughs> Like it's a move, like uh, like the traditional shoe of the devil. Yeah, like how fighting game characters have like named moves. Yeah, like you yeah. have. Yeah, it's his finisher. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's why I can never be in a street fight because I haven't named all my moves. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. I did like Grandpa's old person crew of him, Jasper, and old Jewish man. Mm-hmm. But I mean, again, with the material being mixed, like when they were going down the hill, they'll ah, oh, <gasps> uh, yeah. But then yeah. Jasper had broke his beard. Oh, <laughs> I felt for him. You know, it's like one of those things where. Like when you see a fingernail get ripped off, you know, yeah, as a beard yeah. haver, when I see someone break their beard and <laughs> have to snap it back into place. Oh, yeah. When he puts it back into place, I kind of wanted him to like, I don't know, wince or something like he was yeah. putting his knee or shoulder I back to see into him joint. later with a beard in a cast. <laughs> hey, that'd be pretty good. And I'm going to say the moment of the story that stood out to me for better or worse was... Scrabble ship. <laughs> yeah. This was beautiful. I want to play this fucking game so much. <laughs> I like how Bart moves the ship into yeah. the H of ship. Oh, so, is that how he did yeah. it? I don't know what the rules are, and I agree with Lisa. This game makes absolutely no sense. But yeah. it makes every sense. I still want to play, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, this is a, an example of a joke that I really, really like that I think I took the third bite of, which, yeah, I loved everything up until Homer's like, tell that to the brave men of SS Web. And, yeah. and it's like, oh, Stupid. no, you had it. Just, yeah. you know, it was only there to be interrupted by Grandpa. And yeah, yeah I'll still ride hard for you sunk my Scrabble ship. Oh my yeah. god, like <laughs> have you ever played Battle Shots? 
I have seen the pictures on the internet and yeah, it looks yeah. very good. You can't use full shots because you'll mm. die because it's 15 shots if you, you know, <laughs> if you do it right. But yeah, no, it's pretty fun. Would endorse. I feel like we can make Scrabble ship. I feel like that's doable. Yeah. Watch yeah, this just, space. You just need half a set of each, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't matter if some pieces are I'm missing. I'm pretty sure that's we've fine. got both in this house. We'll work really? out Really? <laughs> okay, cool. But yeah, just jumping on Scrabble Ship as well, talking about memeable moments. I think we'd oh, be yeah. remiss if we didn't mention this early. This is the episode which Old Man Yells at Cloud comes from. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I was wondering whether it's the original or whether it's a callback to a previous one. I but feel like yeah, this is the original. This is yeah. the original. That's very cool. In the context of him getting his driver's license and him mm. wanting to use that as his photo yeah he was proud of this article as well you would be (laughs) it's a pretty good photo of him i yell at clouds all the time no one makes music articles out of it you haven't read the the hillshire times (gasps) finally (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's one of these teens era moments that yeah gets beamed so heavily like marge doing the dancing like the crumping (laughs) yeah i think that's like from a season 18 episode or something yeah I'll dance with you, sweetie. Yeah. And it's just one frame where she looks so horrific. Just, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and she's like in the midst of like about to do an uppercut, but it's, yeah, real bad. Real, real bad. She's like super stretched out, but she's got like a total Marge smile about yeah. it. Yeah. She's happy. Like her eyes are really like short, but wide. And yeah. yeah. And the old man yells at Cloud Mane. Like, I feel like that's one of the go to for like the Simpsons against the Libs page and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Oh, for sure. I remember when I think it was the 2012 presidential election, the American one, Mitt Romney was in. That was the one where I think Clint Eastwood did a speech at a conservative rally. Yeah, that's right. And he was like, he had the empty chair as if he was yeah. talking to Barack Obama. And that was one of my favorite ones was old man yells at chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was such a strange moment. Yeah, he's really, I think he's got a little bit of dementia or something. I think he's, yeah, I think he's, he's got a little not... bit of no one says no. Yeah. yeah. Like he's gonna what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna stand there and it's gonna be like he's there in that chair, but he's not. And it's gonna show that he's not with us as people. It's like that's a terrible idea, Mr. Eastwood. <laughs> it's not a thing that happened to no, him. It, that's why I think Gran Torino happened. Yeah. Not like the movie, which is also really poorly acted and terrible anyway. But the fact that he's like, you know what, I've composed a song that I'm gonna sing at the end. Sing at the end about <laughs> Gran Torino. You're gonna sit there and like, listen to it. Uh Sure, Clint. That's fine. Um, I'm Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I've just brought up a few like old man yells at Cloud. I, like, I love the Final Fantasy. Yeah, one. <laughs> old man yells at Cloud from Final <laughs> Fantasy. <laughs> Great. Is that um? What's his face next to him? Eminem. Oh, is it? No, I thought it was uh Dick Nozzle. What was his name? Vice President Dick Nozzle. <laughs> Dick Cheney. No, no. The, the current one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dick Nozzle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, play count. How many times before today have you seen this episode? I'm going to say cuatros. I'd say at least a couple because there are some things that I remember from this yeah. that are so iconic in my mind. Yeah, I actually have a bit of love for season 13, but truth be told, this isn't one of the ones that I've gone back to a lot, so maybe five, like, honestly. Yeah. Which is, I know, weird for me. Mm. Uh, you still won, so that's Two normal. more times and I could have beaten you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the wackiness of this episode. What were some of the cartoony elements that stood uh, out to you? Grandpa's skin is rubber. Yeah. When both the kids cling to his legs and drag yeah. his skin down. Oh. And then when they let go, it makes a sound like... I don't know, like a wetsuit retracting. Yeah, it's Mm. very unnerving. Uh, Yeah, old and wet and look. (laughs) When Sharp Dressed Man starts playing and like old people like ZZ Top just start 
like pointing after him. I'm assuming that's a signature ZZ Top move. I think so. Yeah, it's just such a why was this there moment though. Yeah. Because the way it's sort of set up is like it's leading into a montage, but it's just that bit and it's mm. like, huh, ZZ Top had long beards. Huh? Old people have long beards. Yeah. Yeah I, yeah, I just don't know why this was there. Didn't, yeah. Grandpa, like, sees the hubcap, like, yeah. wheeling along beside him and goes, go home! And it, like, turns around and I think we all shakily goes past. That. that was not bad. I think another thing, a wacky thing we all got a good laugh out was Bronson, Missouri. Bronson, Missouri. That's the bit that I'm like, I swear there's a thing with the, hey, Ma, how about some cookies? Notice. This, this ain't, ain't over. It's <laughs> great. I love that line of... No, this is Bronson, Missouri, not yes. Branson. <laughs> Dumbest it's, it's fucking It's so thing. dumb, but it's so well executed. And they just yeah. look at everyone as Charles Bronson, like, hmm, <laughs> hmm, hmm, hmm. Yeah. Hey, that's it. great. Other wacky things, like I like Apu going, violence is not the answer. Well, what would you do? Some kind of death, death race? race? <laughs> that's yeah. what I would do. <laughs> and then, But it cuts to Abe's thought bubble going, and now, no death, death racing. racing. Yeah. <laughs> like, he then had to account for this it's very specific... what my dad specific... told me when I started drive. Yeah. yeah, overly specific thought bubble playlist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you go back in time, don't <laughs> step on anything. <laughs> yeah, don't fuck with the space-time it's continuum. It's true. But yeah, in this Quickie Mart bit, again, I didn't like the whole chicka-chicka-chicka thing. I thought that dragged out too long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, linking up with Arrested mm. Development, no one knows what a chicken sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't know? It sounds more like... Block, block, block. Oh, wait, getting a call. Cha, chi, cha, chi, cha, chi. Wait, I have a bit for this. <laughs> it even goes all the way to like the room with a little cheap, 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 cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Other wacky bits with the orca like that grandpa drives yeah, into. Yeah, that was pretty shit. It just goes on just half a second too long. The entirety of it is too long. It's yeah. just, here's a whale tank with a whale in it. And grandpa just talked about how he lost his license. Wonder what's going to happen. There's no yeah. misdirect. It's just, he hits the tank. And then he's like, this isn't Dairy Queen. And the whale yeah. says, oh boy. Oh, you want a Dairy Queen, but instead you ran into my tank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, it, you know exactly where it's going and it doesn't misdirect or change that expectation. Yeah. You, so you see it, you immediately know, and then it just follows through and it's really boring. Especially because you see a whale tank and you like, we just know he's going to yeah. drive right into it. Yeah. yeah. Like, if they had misdirected that... Yeah, like, yeah, you got the big tank there, but he knocks over the souvenir stand or yeah. something. Which even Rube Goldberg's into, like, something just, like, <laughs> tapping the tank and the crack spreading. Although I think they've done that before anyway. But, again, it would have been a better misdirection. Yeah, because just... think about, like, during the teacher strike episode where they go to, like, old Springfield town. It's like, now, most people don't realize how sensitive these cannons are, and the slightest yeah. jolt can <laughs> set them off. Of course, we don't keep the cannons loaded. <laughs> yeah. It's just common. So that's such a great misdirect. Yeah. Like, they set it up so heavily and then just turn. Yeah. Um, other wacky bit, front on Simpson mouth is yeah. pretty terrifying. Yeah, I've highlighted that as a gift to put it like Homer going, yeah, bar. Like, oh, yeah. they show the full shape of his mouth. It's so off-putting. Mm, yeah, it's yep. very weird. Like his lips are really full and yeah. kind of wet yep. looking. <laughs> In Branson, Glenn Campbell presents Andy Williams and Andy Williams presents Glenn Campbell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was excellent. But my favourite side gag joke of that was Wilford Brimley and the angina monologues. <laughs> <laughs> you eating your oats lately? Yes. <laughs> I'm Wilford Brimley and I've got diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> the Branson, Missouri bus that just pulls up right outside the house yeah. is also very wacky. The fact that like, yeah, well, oh, that's convenient. Yeah. yeah, but then they back it up with the implication that the uh, Flanders is like, uh, going there. It. And I love Homer's backup line of that. Uh, we'll, we'll catch the next one. This incredibly <laughs> unlikely thing that's perfect for us has happened. Well, we'll wait for the next one. <laughs> yeah. 
and I like Grandpa's Viagra kicking in as presented as like not only the little alfalfa cowlick yep. flicking up, but a bit of Popeye music as yep. well. Mm. His dick gonna be looking like Popeye's forearm. Putting some lead in the pencil. <laughs> I think Herm probably wants to get his car laundered. Yeah. Before he drives it next. Or incinerated. Yeah. Well, I mean, fortunately, Grandpa did write it off, so. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, maybe he's got vinyl seats and you can just, like, mop that right <laughs> Even up. Even then, man. You're going to get one a gurney. <laughs> like, yeah, sure, it's physically clean, but its soul has been tainted. Yeah. Speaking of old people sex, how about the heart of this episode? Did you guys feel the bumps? Not so much. I was annoyed by Grandpa's constant oh, what's the word obsession with zelda mm-hmm. and i get that was partly for the bit of like the teen who doesn't understand love and like yeah. you know the sense of an adult saying you know she just wants you for this i don't know just that part of the story kind of annoyed me um, well, also i feel like that was balanced by the very end where he drives all the way to branson gets up on stage calls her up and is like I'm dumping you. Nobody makes a fool of it. It's a very yeah. empowering little moment for him. So. Yeah, at least that's like... That's the hellfish Abe Simpson we yeah. know and love. You know. That's the kind of the payoff, I guess, is that in that it was good in that if he'd gone, please, will you give me one more chance or anything, it would have been like, oh, fuck this. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that he's like, okay, I've come to my own decision and you know what? Screw her. And that kind of at least made up for it a little bit. Yeah. My only problem with like Zelda was... I, I just don't think her character was developed enough. I just think... She's just a hoochie, man. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, even Hoochie still deserved character development. You know what I mean? Like, I get she, it. She was just like so comedically flipping between Abe and Zach that she didn't have much of a personality outside mm. of Hoochie. The thing that annoyed me is that what we're led to believe is she is no different to any of the other women in the nursing home because I disagree. it's established earlier mm. on. That, like, Zach comes up and, like, goes to a separate table with three women on it. Yeah. And he's like, anybody want to go for a drive? It's got a wheelchair lift or whatever. Yeah. And all the women in... I'm going to go the, for some sweet corn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all of them go crazy for it. And it's, so it's established that, like, every woman in this place mm. will, like... Will swoon for Zach. Yeah. But well, Zelda's much more body-able because all the women swooning need oxygen masks. Yeah, but that's because he's made them yeah, no, so out I of know. breath. Because he's Zelda also attractive. No oxygen mask. She holds her own. She puts the ass in assisted living. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I feel like she's kind of a bit unfairly vilified because, yes, she is doing that, but, like, every other woman in this place is of the same mindset, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's a comedy show. You don't. Yeah. Everyone doesn't need to have clear motivations or mm. anything like that. But because she's such a big part in this episode, I wish she had more of a personality. Yeah, at least something that Abe actually like connects with, rather than. Oh, he's connecting. Baby. No, but, but that's what I mean. He's just really just using her too for like. It's just yeah. lust. It's not. It's like mutual a, lust. That's yeah, fine. and you know she does do some nice things. She's like, hey, I booked us a cabin in Branson, Missouri, or whatever, and like that's something nice that she did, kind mm. of. But I don't know. He falls in love so easily, anyway, yeah. as we know. So yeah. I don't feel like she's really to blame. Like the show kind of makes you want to believe. Absolutely, and I think they sort of highlight that with, yeah, Grandpa behaving like such a petulant teenager as well. Yeah, The kind of flipped paternal and maternal love that, like, Marge and Homer have for him, and, like, what are we going to do with him? That kind of, you know, he used to be such an angel. and (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, when he's acting out, he's my father all of a sudden. (laughs) But ultimately, did this feel 
feel like an episode of The Simpsons? How was the integrity of the show? Yeah, but I don't think anyone's acting out of character. It's a wacky yeah. adventure, but sure. Yeah, you, it's mainly about Abe and Homer. Like, yeah. Marge, Lisa, and Bart don't really come into it very much. Well, it's a very Abe-heavy episode, and yeah. usually when we've got one of those, it's another character that's along the ride with him. This mm. is more about him on his own. Yeah. For the most part. As far as integrity goes, this, at least it's a well-plotted, wacky episode. Yeah. Like, the A-line follows through. It, it all leads into each other, mm. even if the connections are a little tenuous at times. Yeah, it's fine, but like, it just keeps rolling and you kind of roll along with it. That's it. It, it rolls along like a... It's like that hubcap that you yep. tell to go home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, and no, would you watch this one again? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I would. Yeah, probably, and yeah, most likely I'd watch this in the context of a playlist, so if we're going to watch it in a playlist, what playlist does this go in? ZZ Top references. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those guys rock. Well, I guess we do. <laughs> <laughs> Strange one. Itchy and scratchy, but not a TV show. Yeah. Yeah, we get an itchy and scratchy radio play in this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which I kind of, I really like as an idea. I kind of think the visual is a bit boring, but at the same time, it's supposed to be, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that, yeah, because it's a radio play... They have to have, like, Scratch going, Oh, you're putting my head in the meat grinder! <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And a weird fucking end to that joke was, back in those days, Eleanor Roosevelt played Scratchy. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> She's a hell of a oh, woman that... and a versatile career. Yeah. yeah she can do anything. Hmm. Any other playlists? Things that have become so memeable that you yeah. forget which episode they're from. Oh, yeah. Fully. Like the three children and no money. Yeah. <laughs> Forgettable yeah, episodes right. with good memes. Oh, this isn't as forgettable, but yeah. Yeah, that one came up in Crook and Ladder. That was a fucking bad episode, yeah. too. I was going to say 70s rock driving montages because they have Born yep. to be Wild in this one. I'm thinking of ah, yes. Radar Love in the Wadfield one. road trips. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All mentions of Branson, Missouri. Again, from Road Troops. Oh, right. They do, too. Yeah, and see Andy Williams. Mentions of Andy Williams. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and fourth wall-breaking episodes, because at the very end, they do that sitcom thing of, like, coming out the door and waving at the audience while the credits play. Bailey Hillbillies bit. Oh, is it? Yeah. I thought, yeah. That's where I the music didn't... is, and that's where the band is like, this has been a Gracie Films production. That's right. Is yeah. Beverly Hillbillies. So weird. And in this same episode as well, they do a reference to the monsters, which... Yeah. Do you oh, guys yeah. like darn, this? Or... Darn, darn, darn. It's With a weird Homer reference. smashing his foot. Yeah, it's very niche. That's so family guy, the way it rolled out, though. Does he mean Grandpa Monster? No, of course Why not. Why on earth dun, would you dun. assume that, you stupid milkshake? <laughs> <laughs> BT, what would you change? Not terribly much, not that everything is amazing, but like I said, it, it works, and I don't want to change anything structurally. Maybe change a bit of that ending, but even then, I reckon it's fair enough. Maybe cut down that uh, song in Branson, it's a little too... There's something else you can do in Branson, for sure, and that's where I think a lot of the weak material is. That's where that guy who turns to dust is, the whole Beverly Hillbillies ending, the whole yeah. monster bit. That Again, it just feels like a random thing they threw in for no particular reason. But outside of that, I don't know, maybe have Grandpa fall more of a gang because that was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe Zelda is just your jumping point for him to start driving, but maybe we go somewhere else. But yeah, like I said, it works, so I'm not too fussed about changing anything. Yeah. How about you, Jordan? What I was thinking about was if there was more of a rivalry mm. between Abe and Zack... Yeah. Being able to kind of say, like, well, you've got a car with a minivan. Well, I've got a car and I can fit three people in the back. I have or, a wheelchair lift. Yeah. Something about, like, there actually being a reason. Because Zach is, like, almost unaware of Abe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, until the very end where he calls Zelda up, it's only because he's sitting at the same table as Zelda 
does he probably realize? But you don't see his reaction. You don't see anything about like what happened to him or what his deal is. Yeah, it's not a big deal, but I just you know maybe it'd make it a bit more interesting about. But again, then I thought, well, they've done that before. They've done it with Mr. Burns, and they've done that kind of thing. So basically, what BT said, you like shorten the song, make it really quick fire. You can have the same cameos or whatever, but don't have them do a line mm. in rhythm that is takes five to ten seconds to say. Just have the visual joke instead of them coming out of the coffin or whatever and, and then move on. Yeah, because it is just like a list of like 10 yeah. fucking 80 celebrities or whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah, the thing I'd like to change, and it's centered around the death race, it's I wish Zach was actually a part of this Lost mm, Jackie, yeah. Souvenirs Jackie Joe's yeah. game. Because there is a weird disconnect, and I was just sort of thinking when you, you were basically saying- basically introduce a new villain yeah. just for that bit. Because yeah, he I'll- is wearing a jacket that kind of looks like mm. it could be a souvenir thing at one stage in the very first scene, isn't he? So, like, why isn't he the leader of the gang? Yeah, and I mean, it makes total sense, you know, and if his minivan was the thing in the death race, but, you know, he didn't total his car, so he was still able to pick Zolda up when, after Grandpa had to tell her that he totaled the car, so Mm -hmm. there's that tying in, and also, I think it's weird that Zelda wasn't actually at the death race either. Yeah. So, that way you can have the death race ending with, oh, you won, honey, but, you know, you totaled your car, so... Doesn't have to go tell, though, because it's already happening. Yeah, exactly, so I think that can be a lot snappier if you just tied that all together yeah she can be the grid girl yeah instead of like snake and his girlfriend because that was like a fine okay joke but it didn't really add anything but if you'd made it her pulling her tube top down when she she drops her shawl when her shawl hits the ground you go and then she's like I'm cold (laughs) (laughs) guest stars of the episode so I mentioned before Bill Saluga Mm -hmm. the other one playing Zelda was Olympia Dukakis that's right I did see that name on the credits list which has a massive breadth of work Mm -hmm. I didn't know any of it Uh, (laughs) the only one I recognised was she played Rosie in the Look Who's Talking series Uh okay wait the really bad third one all three of them she was in all three the dog one was good man that's the like one of the few movies that's got a zero percent on rotten tomatoes really rotten tomatoes can fuck off yeah uh, yeah (laughs) but it's like it's not saying it's zero out of 100 it's just saying all the critical reviewers probably wouldn't watch it again (laughs) essentially no uh, oh she was in moonstruck right yeah 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 yeah. okay moonstruck's the one with um sharon nick cage oh okay yeah yeah it's pretty good that sounds fun bt any other notes I do like when he's showing Zelda around. It's like, there's the cool group, and there's the comatose group, and there's the cool comatose group, and they're all just in leather jackets and yeah. smoking. Good Mean Girls reference. Yeah, yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> you got your Asians, your cool Asians. <laughs> <laughs> Studies show that old people drive as well as sleep-deprived apes. Yep. <laughs> Excellent line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they first turn on Born to be Wild, Abe's like, ah, it's hippie crap, and changes it to W-O-M-B. I like to assume that's a Queens of the Stone Age reference from Songs of the Deaf, where they have the W-O-M-B, the womb. Oh, really? Yeah. It was oh. one of the faux radio stations. Oh, I wonder what year that was released, because, yeah, this is an O2 episode, which... Yeah, it would have been pretty close. I think it... Yeah. yeah. Songs for the Deaf was August of O2. This Ooh. episode was March of O2. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> Jordan, any other notes? When Abe comes into the room revealing that he is not actually dead, and he goes, oh, mm. it was like Samson down the road, the corridor or whatever. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, look at me now, Mr. I can button my own shirt. Are we to kind of believe that he kind of like died because 
he tried to put his own shirt on and maybe like suffocated himself or like tripped no. out a window or something. No, he was all like, look how spry I am. I can still butt my own shirt. Yeah, nah, but I, thought, nah, 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 I didn't know whether Abe was like coming back with a, yeah, well, it was your undoing, wasn't it? Or Doing whether... your own buttons was your undoing. <laughs> <laughs> There's a line that Zach says that says, I'm going to make you forget about your grandchildren. Yeah, that was weird. Which I don't know how to take. He's going to fuck her into dementia. Yeah, like, he's going to, like, his, her neck is going to be, no, don't worry, I nope, don't know. Nope. I'm trying to think, like, because she's going to be, like, writhing so vigorously, she's going to smack nope. her head on the headboard. No, and, no. I don't know. <laughs> it's a weird thing to say, and not at all sexy. Try uh, it out there at home. See if uh, see how it works. Don't try it out at home. <laughs> You'll be monster. funny. Shut up. <laughs> Just make sure you film it. Um, <laughs> I mean says, the lie, not the yeah, act. <laughs> right, okay. Well, I didn't know that. You feel longer. <laughs> and my last note was that I liked when he was, Abe goes, son, can you forgive me? And he goes, in public. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then he hugs him. But then his eyes are like daggers still while he's hugging his dad. That was mm. pretty funny. Yeah. Maybe he has resting dagger face. Yeah. <laughs> It's time for my final notes. Now it's time, and now it's time for his final notes. Elliot's final notes. Feels like you didn't take enough of breath for that one then. No, I started too high on the original, on the first note. I'm like, I don't have anywhere to go in my vocal range now. <laughs> Homer was so sad about the XFL not yeah. being there this season. He was so excited. I liked it. He didn't have a team's jersey on or it anything. It was just the XFL. It was just the entirety of the thing he was so excited yeah. about. Very sweet. Yeah, so for those that don't know, this was the very short-lived football league started by Vince McMahon of the WWE. The X yeah. is for extreme. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he does it with his fingers yeah. instead of like his arms or whatever. Because he's just so passionate. Yeah. yeah, the XFL was like a long-running joke after its oh, quick yeah. demise. And like Vince McMahon even like floated the idea of bringing it back last year. And it was That's just right. one of these things. And everyone just stared at him. Yeah. And was like, no, Vince. <laughs> What's weird is we have a comparable thing. Didn't we had Super League that did the same thing, didn't we? Yeah, it broke yeah. away for two yeah. seasons and then they rejoined afterwards. But that the thing was that took teams away from the old competition and mm. they decided to compete. It wasn't like a separate right, competition. Right. But I want to know who had more seasons, the XFL or the Lingerie Football League? Lingerie, I guarantee. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. Because Which would you watch, Jordan? <laughs> uh, neither, because it's exploitative, Beach. You liar. <laughs> But yeah, that one started out as like just a halftime show, which then evolved into its own thing. But like, yeah. it was just so dead or alive levels yeah. of fucking. We have our own version of the Lingerie Football League. It's called AFL. Have you seen those shorts? They go right up their thighs. Why would I watch sport? Oh, it's fine. I know you. none of my friends are into sports. That's fine. I will be the sports guy. Invite me to trivia. <laughs> Done. I really liked the joke of Grandpa's aftershave being old, old spice, but then yeah. they hung on it. Yeah, a little too yeah. long. Yeah, which was a shame. The carvings on the fence where mm -hmm. he's determining oh. if this is a friendly place. Hobo hieroglyphics, yeah. yeah. Yep. Good vittles, young farmer's daughter, and mass hobo grave. <laughs> who wrote that? Mm. Because one who of the survivors? escaped? <laughs> yeah, the mass oh, hobo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it only takes one survivor. She's got yeah. like eight bindles yeah. that she's throwing out in the bin. Wouldn't you go through them and get any scraps that you think might be useful? That, that's not why you kill hobos. Why do you kill hobos? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all, it's all in my autobiography. 
But I like the idea that the one surviving person that got out of this place is still like leaving an objective for a few. Not good food, you know, hot daughter, but goddamn. You take your risks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my final note is, yeah, I really didn't like Marge's whole fucking obsessive gambling thing again. Yeah. Like when mm. was the gambling episode? How many seasons prior to this was it? That was season five, so yeah, Jeez. like eight years ago yeah. at this point. Yeah. I get that it's trying to say, like, no, this is a continuing problem for Marge. It, it crops up every now and then, but, but very rarely. Yeah. But, I mean, it's too extreme, and she's yeah. just, she's behaving like a crack addict. Like, the and... only other reference I can think of is when they go to IRS burgers, like, Marge, what was your gambling losses last yeah. year? $700. Yeah. But, yeah, long road to get there, and she was acting very un-Marge in that moment. <laughs> it is time to rank this thing! On the Simpsons Index, we rank using our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. Maybe if the episode was just meh, you give it a participant. But for the positive episodes, you've got okay bronze, good silver, excellent gold, but for the best of the very best, the ones that you travel to Bronson, Missouri for, hey. whatever, you give Cubic Zirconia. I'm going to go first, let me show you how it's done. I'm giving this a bronze, and I just want to say for the record, just... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it was a mostly positive experience watching this episode. I gotta say, there was a lot of material that fell really flat for me, but not too poorly, though. Mm. This is a very, like, switch your brain off fucking episode that's yeah. still entertaining. BT. Uh, yeah, I'm on a bronze as well. Uh, it all rolls along just fine. I think, yeah, what you're saying is that the flat parts are just brief, so you kind of pass by them fairly quickly. Uh, it's a coherent story, and the participant, I generally, just something is, that bores me, I have just a good enough time on this one to want to bronze it. I mean, we all said we'd see it again, so. Yeah, and Jordan, finish it off. I am struggling to be objective about this one, because that Bronson, Missouri bit <laughs> was something I loved as a kid, yeah. and I really loved it. Like, I had never seen a Charles Bronson movie. No. But it tickled me in just the right way. Yep. So I feel like I'm going the other way. Like I kind of am stuck between silver and bronze mm-hmm. because I like it quite a bit more than I gave it credit for. You know what? My gut, my original thought was, you know what? This is actually the easiest silver I'm ever going to give. But then I heard you and it influenced me. And I know I shouldn't <laughs> let it do that, but it has. Well, the discussion influences. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the ranking doesn't yeah. let that influence Look, you, but the discussion. Yeah. I, you know what? No, fuck it. I'm going to say silver. I know that's probably a bit high. But yeah, there are some fun bits that I think can erase the middling, mm-hmm. boring bits. So you're going with a silver? Yeah, I'm just uh, going to stick with it. Stick. And not with a Bronson? Hey! hey. <laughs> Hi-oh! Show yourself out. Ah, uh, well. After I say, well, averaging out, this will be a shiny bronze. And it'll be joining other such shiny bronzes and some ones from season 13, like Sweets and Sour Marge, where mm-hmm. Marge bans sugar from Springfield. That's a fun uh-huh. time as well. Yep. Yeah. And also, the Bart wants what it wants. Yeah, that was a weird one, because that was... Silver, silver, bronze participant. Wait, which episode was that? It was here. uh, We also did the Marge Cop one. Yeah, but what happens? <laughs> oh, right. That's uh, Barton Rainier Wolfcastle's daughter. Oh, I spray you with hose. No biggie. <laughs> yeah. Another one of a quote where I'm like, yeah, what episode is that from? I love it. <laughs> yeah, and it'll also be joining Simpson Tide. Mm. Yeah. Where Homer yeah. joins the Navy. Yep. Alone again, Natra Diddley when Maud dies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jordan, you were on A Star is Born Again, weren't you? When Flanders dates the movie star. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, who was that played by again? I can't remember. Sharon Stone? Yeah. Oh, no. They And they have sex, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And, and she's he, just that, not Christian. The sample. Enough. 
and uh, mm-hmm. then she's got to buy the whole scoop. Mm-hmm. Yep, and also uh, it'll be joining the Real Housewives of Fat Tony, which I'm bringing up because this episode helped us win trivia last week. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> one of the questions was name all of Selma's husbands, and unlike a lot of Simpsons trivia events, this one wasn't strictly classic. Yeah. Yeah, we were able to get an extra point by knowing that, yeah, she married Fat Tony at one point. Mm-hmm. Nice one. Yeah, we fucking whipped ass at trivia. We did. Yeah. Very, very proud. Lot, like I said, a lot riding on that when we were first signed off. Yeah, yeah we, like, we better win. Yeah. <laughs> well yeah. All right. Well, it's time for our another Teens Era episode where we're going to season 10's The Old Man and the Sea Student. All right. We'll be back. We'll be back, milkshakes. <laughs> this ain't over. <laughs> All right, and we are back, and we just watched another Teen Zara episode. Season 10, episode 20, The Old Man and the Sea Student. First released in April of 1999, it was directed by Mark Kirtland, written by Julie Thacker, and this was her first episode that she wrote, actually. Ah, nice hit on Julie Thacker. In this episode, the Olympics are coming to Springfield until Bart does a stand-up routine that ruins it. And so to punish the students, Principal Skinner sets them all off to do volunteer work, which leads Bart to working at the retirement castle. And in the B story... Homer designed the mascot for the Springfield Olympics, which didn't end up getting used, so he tries to get rid of his boxes and boxes of springs. Guys, what do we think? Smashing. Smashing good time. It's Thanksgiving. Oh. No. No. Yeah, this is one of the ones that makes me feel bad for anyone who stopped at season nine. They're like, uh, I'm a Simpsons purist. They go down here left. No, this one's good fun, and it's funny. Yeah, yeah, it is good fun. And- I think Bart would kill to be a C student. Yeah. (laughs) I think he is barely pulling a D average. Yeah, well, I mean, he almost failed in that episode where he almost failed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What was that called again? We'll never know. (laughs) The part that failed. (laughs) So, we'll start with you, BT. For better or worse, what's a moment from this episode that stands out to you? Man, I really like the Can't Buy Me Love music montage. Yeah? It's super cute. It's really funny. It's about the midpoint of the show, so it kind of just propels the rest of it. And it's just the old folks having fun. They're, you know, fighting with canes and then they do a lot of like, Jasper doing that little hop and falling yeah. over is so dumb, but so funny. Yeah. It makes me smile every time. Yeah. But I also really like the kind of just general flow of this episode that it has this kind of high concept beginning with the Olympics coming to Springfield because Lisa wrote a letter, but then it just becomes a story about Bart realizing grandpa isn't having any fun and wants he wants to change that. No one is forcing him to make that decision he's just there and he's like this is boring what are you doing and yeah it's that childlike you know he doesn't understand that you know they need routine and they like bingo so he wants to bust them out and even has that line of they should be uh riding Riding skateboards and playing rock and electric guitars like those old people in soda commercials but it doesn't quite get that mm, no but yeah yeah, I, i like that he really tries to help yeah and then given the opportunity the old people are yeah let's play bingo again it's yeah. like oh i busted you out for the, like you yeah. sunk my battleship Ooh, medication <laughs> time yay yeah. <laughs> yeah and the can't buy me love montage that was one of the guest stars of this episode that was performed by nrbq so yeah they played can't buy me love on this one and it was a pretty good sound alike i reckon yeah yeah, yeah. I, I don't think i picked it so does nrbq stand for something <laughs> Not that I looked up. I know the extra B is for BYOBB. <laughs> North Ralbuquerque. <laughs> the abbreviation NRBQ stands for New Rhythm and Blues Quartet. Oh, the new one. Yeah. yeah. Ah. 
I'd got confused <laughs> with the other one. Not like that. It's that's... a common mistake. Uh, no, they're new. They play contemporary things like the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about you, Jordan? What's a moment from this episode that stands out to you, for better or worse? Like a joke I like where Bart is doing his stand-up routine and Chalmers is really upset about it. And he goes, well, what about you, Superintendent Chalmers? Where did you grow up? <laughs> and he goes, oh, well, actually, I was born in Queens, <laughs> went to Ball State University, and then made the move to Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Real place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm off to my vacation in Lake Titicaca. Yeah, trying to think of something about that. Genius. <laughs> or, I do uh, love Bart's face where he's like, I got something for that. And uh, the skin skin is just like, like, oh, no. no. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, maybe it's just because it's wordplay. I didn't mind that. But uh, I'm struggling to think of something that actually really stood out. Maybe it was just, this was another episode where I'm like, oh, this is the thing with the thing mm. this yeah, is where that one is. i had a lot of pre-notes on this one yeah like oh the springs yes mm. i remember about the boat bouncing up and down and that was such a clever way to tie the two yeah plots yeah. together i reckon that's what they used to do yeah. even as late as season 10 yeah they sort of were like of the same plot at the start and then they just branched out and then came back together mm. at the end it was quite elegant even yeah as ridiculous as homer's little springy plot was but it's worth him joyfully springing 999 springs to flush down 999 springs. springs. You take one down, it swirls around. You're not flushing <laughs> springs, springs in the toilet, are of you? Of course no, not, honey. 198 <laughs> springs to flush down. I love that at the end when the boat, like, and you see underwater what's actually happening yeah. and kind of hear his voice faintly through the pipe as yeah. well. He's down to like 198 yeah. instead of 998. Yeah. But uh, Jordan's anal corner. There'd be just so much poop down there as well. Oh, yeah. That's the one sewer out of especially if that's the one coming from the simpsons house yeah. oh boy homer eats a lot need <laughs> poop much <laughs> so the whole time that boat is bouncing up and down those poor old people like yeah, that's half drowning they're getting water tortured or yeah like, pretty yeah. much because yeah when that helicopter the rescue helicopter oh, yeah. comes back that's so still much bouncing. Pneumonia. yeah they all look miserable up there in their little shawls and blankets and things like that yeah. also an anal corner that isn't actually an anal corner they got it right Still not an anal corner. Yep. In terms of who should have given way, it was definitely Sea Captain because you give way to boats on your right. Oh. Burns's yacht is like coming from the right and as they go. So uh-huh. Sea Captain should have, like you're supposed well, to turn so you're port to port. To be fair, he has two glass eyes. That's true. He didn't see them coming. Yeah. And this was one that we've referenced so many times and I didn't remember that it was from this episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Especially, like, it comes three to two minutes after he says, ah, not a looker amongst yeah, them. Yeah, so he oh, gouged yeah. his yeah. other eye out. <laughs> yeah, okay. Gotcha. Because he's like, well, there's no hot stuff here. Better just take yep. that eye out. And, oh, the way he just, like, taps them with his uh, pipe. Yeesh. Mm. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> so I'm going to say the moment of the episode that stands out to me is actually a gripe that I have with it. Gasp. You know, this is an episode that I pretty well enjoyed all the way through. There mm. weren't a lot of dull moments for me, but there just was this one little illogical inconsistency with it, and that was Skinner. See, yeah. when Bart does his stand-up routine mm-hmm. and the guy was making the announcement that Springfield would be the place, and then and Skinner was like, wait, we have one more act. Yeah. yeah. And it was also funny where Skinner was like, it really landed in rehearsal. Yeah. And then he has the position from then on that he is punishing the children when he has a lot of responsibility on his... Hey, it's his fault. Yeah. Like, again, also when Homer shows up at his door trying to door-to-door sell springs and he's like, oh, I'll be right down. So he starts punching him. He's like, no, Skinner, this was your fault. Yeah. No, that scene doesn't land for me because of that. And 
yeah, the idea that Skinner's punishing every student, one, for Bart's actions, which, two, he is also responsible for, mm-hmm. like, it's a little bit clunky in that yeah. way. I'm pretty sure we've seen him, like, scapegoat before, though. Oh, yeah, and be, like, sure. happy yeah. to, like, not take the blame for something well, if it can it, be passed on. But do you think of the banner? I hate it. Well, it's, it's children's fault. I tried to stop them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Skinner. Always the children's <laughs> fault. So, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, though. It does kind mm. of, like, especially why it's all the children and not just Bart. Like, again, I guess because they wanted to do the joke about Millhouse and yeah. uh, Martin. Yeah. Shirts and skins, let's hustle. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that. Ow, I pricked my finger. <laughs> I'll just keep working. You'll prick yourself with the antidote sooner or later. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's like a problem that I have with it. And I love the joke about Skinner going, this worked in rehearsal. So in that, it could have been Chalmers that sort of led the punishment, punishment yeah. thing yeah. and then homer could have gone to anyone else in springfield to sell the springs and have the punching spring joke and it would have been fine like mm-hmm. yeah it could have been quimby even like yeah 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 there was no reason it had to be Your skinner. boy cusses the olympics yeah and the idea that skinner is getting violent revenge on homer doesn't sit well with me no he's not a guy who punches people just for you know he occasionally, if they try to shut down his school cardinal, or, yeah, uh, throw a briefcase at yeah, them. Yeah, show them what a green parade can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, play count. How many times before today do you think you've seen this episode? A spring load. Probably only once or twice, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm really at that sweet spot of like three to eight, and anything outside of that is going to be pretty rare for me to have seen more than a, like once or twice, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. This is one that I've seen, yeah, dozens of times. Like, this is like just as I'm starting to stop videotaping them, you know. Mm-hmm. But of course, getting the DVD revisited this one a lot of times. I have a lot of fun with season 10. I mean, obviously, it's the best of the teens era seasons, but. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, wackiness, what were some of the cartoony moments of this episode? Jack LaLanne. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah, played by Jack LaLanne himself, wow. the other guest star for this episode. Well, he's yeah, such did- a virile go getter, I assumed it was. Yeah, he lived to the ripe old age of 96, that dude. Yeah, which is ironic because one of his books was called Live Young Forever. He did not. (laughs) So the wackiness of this episode. Gone with the Wind edited for seniors? Yeah. (laughs) Then there used to be a war in this movie. (laughs) Oh, you've been warned about that. (laughs) Frankly, my dear, I love you. Let's get remarried. (laughs) Yeah. I love that, yeah, you can still tell the animation they animated it for him to say, I don't give a damn. Mm -hmm. It's good. Cut out the best word. Yeah, it's weird that Bart knew this movie, but if it's swearing in movies, who probably does? Yeah, that's true. Kind of wacky and grim when Homer unveils his second choice for mascot. Bart says, those aren't the dog's eyes, are they? Yeah. Uh, Well, his first choice was Abby the Olympic Tabby, which was just Snowball. Snowball in paper mache. How'd you get the eyes to move? (laughs) (laughs) The baby of tomorrow. Now when I drop it, no more tears. (laughs) (laughs) Put that in the reckless spinning of family members playlist. So when Homer's like dancing with Marge in that other episode. and Chief is in the Springfield verse, the Simpsons verse. Like Chief from uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. Chief, break everything. Yeah. That's what it's a reference to. Yeah, Yeah. because he kills... Whoa, spoiler. I know. If you haven't man. seen the movie, I mean, it's only been out like 40 years, but yep. if he, the movie's in yeah. black and white, you can spoil it. It's, he, not. He, <laughs> it's not just the DVD cover is. Um, oh, that was going to segue. The DVD cover is in black and white. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was going to segue into a spoiler for Roma, but now it's moot. Oh, oh well. damn. Yeah, so he kills Jack Nicholson after his lobotomy and then like throws a bubbler. 
Yeah. Well, what do they call it? Water fountain water in America? Fountain, yeah. And throws it through the window to like break it so that he can escape. Mm. And so, yeah, when he like throws it back in to like, <laughs> forgot, oh, forgot my, my hat. hat. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call it wacky, but it was weird. Mm-hmm. In that montage, yep. was there just like some reused reversed animation? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm assuming that's a reference to the Beatles clip. Right. Okay, cool. Because I was like going, right. that's really weird. Yeah, from A Hard Day's Night, of yeah. course. Duh. A, a from bad the movie. Uh, yeah, another weird connection with this in the last episode. Yeah, alternate credits background. So, oh, You want to talk weird connections? We've confirmed again, Grandpa is rubber from Grandpa <laughs> Homer. Grandpa, when he's vacuuming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we have a battleship playlist. Yay! <laughs> you suck by a battleship. <laughs> <laughs> I love how that's like an in-joke for them. And it never stops being funny no. as well. <laughs> I assumed it was they kept forgetting he'd made the joke because they're old and old That's people forget things. Also true. <laughs> I thought be. it was both. Yeah, could be yeah. both. Any other wacky moments, sorry? I like that when Homer uses his spring frying pan and makes a fat fire everywhere, oh, yeah. that Marge puts out the fire on like the stove and the curtains before putting him yeah. out. Yeah. I just Priorities. Think <laughs> she knows yeah. he can hack it. Yeah, exactly. It's like you put the mask on yourself first before yeah. helping others. <laughs> she was so calm, cool, and collected. You can tell she's done this before. Uh, yeah. it's like, she knows the drill. But I do love the line, some second degree burns, but some first class hamburgers. Yeah. Ah, great turn of phrase. I just realized he could have fucking just taken his hat off. His hat was the thing that was on fire. Just take it off. I would rather burn than not let people know (laughs) what kind of hat I wear. Uh, Yeah, so the other bit of whack uh, I wanted to bring up was when Bart first shows up at the uh, Springfield Retirement Castle. And there's like, you know, uh, old people doing the zombie shuffle towards him. Mm. There's a woman on the right, the left hand side of the screen who's just got a bra on the outside. Yeah. (laughs) I was like. Well, this is a common thing. It's not fun to make fun of people with dementia, Beach. I don't know. Is that what we're I going I assumed with this? that's what it was, but I just yeah. thought she thought she was Wonder Woman. Mm. You know, underpants on the, the outside. outside and everything. Yep. yep. Oh, yeah, and the wackiness of where Bart thought he was originally going was the fireworks, candy, and puppy dog factory. Aww. I love that place. Fucking amazing joke, by the way. Yeah. Just the expectation, and even the puppies looking at the window, ah, oh, please, I can't wait to play with you, Bart. <laughs> While there are, like, spinning fireworks, like, mm. going on in the background, like someone's lit them specifically for this moment. Yeah. Or... <laughs> it might be a small child coming through at any moment. Catherine Wheels? Is that what they're called? Catherine Wheels? I'm going to say yes, because I don't know what else to call it. Oh, and the wacky moment of the party nuts. (laughs) Uh, Lenny's eye. Oh, God. So this was apparently the first time we get the reoccurring gag of shit going into Lenny's eye. (laughs) Oh, my eye. I'm not supposed to get springs in there. And then moe, and then they connect. and (laughs) I said, don't Don't pull. pull. (laughs) The thing is, it looks like it could be very easy for moe to get out, because it looks like it's just hooked under his eyelid. Uh, Yeah, he still needs Lenny to stop pulling. Still (laughs) awful, but he should reach up and grab it and like <laughs> it's spring so you can assume that it's sort of come in there at a curve as well so you oh. have to twist and slide it out and homer said that the Edges points are were sharp. razor sharp yeah to protect the nation and its interests mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course bart had to just test it you just yep. you have he's to. that kind of guy <laughs> is it razor sharp ow so we've already reviewed the episode where lenny got pudding in the eye yeah mm-hmm. and coming soon we'll review the episode where he gets jigsaws in the eye <laughs> oh my eye i'm not supposed to get jigs in it Mm. Excellent. So yeah, there's probably more wackiness to talk about, but let's move on to the heart of the episode. Did you guys feel the bumps? Yeah, sure. Right at the end when, you know, Grandpa's like, hey, Bart may have led us to our watery graves, but he gave us the most fun we've had in 20 years. Mm. And I, for one, think... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and even when they're helicoptering off in the sunset and mm. yeah that, that was a really nice shot too and you know the fact that it's like well you know my community service is over but mm. you know, yeah maybe i'll swing by no it's really nice i mean we haven't seen it much lately but we did notice early on in the podcast yeah. that there is like this bond between bart and abe mm. yeah especially from the flying hellfish episode yeah <laughs> you know they both Just- hate homer <laughs> <laughs> so they got a lot to bond over exactly and it's a nice sort of twist in this story where you'd sort of expect from where it was starting that bart would be really resentful to be doing volunteer work at an old folks home but Mm. ends up really caring about the state of things there i wonder whether it's partly to do as well with he is full of exuberance and Mm. youth and he's coming to terms with almost death like this is what happens to humans you age and you get slow and you get boring and yeah and it's all if you act young you'll never die grandpa yeah so he's afraid of you know his own mortality and so he's like i gotta help you out like this is awful you don't want to be like this i may be reading into it too much but i think that he's kind of we gotta do something about this this is really one boring but two scary so yeah it's a different kind of heart in this episode that yeah, especially coming from Bart, wouldn't have thought it. But, I mean, otherwise, just a sort of typical teen's wacky th- uh, thrill yeah. thromp. Mm. There's some thrill thromp. <laughs> I meant to say romp. But I like it. Thrill thromp. Thromp. Thrill womp. Hashtag thrill thromp. <laughs> thromp. <laughs> There's some heart from Lisa as well, because... What is her punishment? We don't find out what her punishment was. Well, she's she, not she in was, Bart's grades. So. Yeah, but, no, yeah, but she, was, she, she was in the choir. Yeah, true, true. So she should have been punished too. That's true. But yeah, she was just at the old folks' home because she's been yeah, volunteering she's, there for a year. She seems to genuinely enjoy it. And mm-hmm. like, she seems to get along better with like older, more mature people, like, you yeah. know, at the library and things mm-hmm. like that. So yeah, but even in the moment where she catches up with Bart and he's all like, no, look, they're actually having fun for a change. Like, oh, I well, guess yeah, you're right. Yeah. You've challenged my worldview and I accept it. That's nice. Hey, question, what does the other lady who works there say, like, don't get them excited, they just had... They just had pudding. That's right, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Don't play with the faces. I do love her delivery of that line. Yeah. She's like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) So, ultimately, though, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? It sure did. Wacky Homer plans and little Bart Grandpa heart, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you kind of get to see a bit of, like... Abe the smoothie as well when he's dancing with that woman on the deck of the ship and mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's nice yeah he can't remember what he felt this carefree since he was watchman at Pearl Harbor <laughs> yeah yeah the other bit that made me go ooh Yowza. is look what the Olympics did for Sarajevo in 1984 or whatever like they've been living high off the and you're like oh oh no fill me in oh uh, yeah. this big terrible civil war that happened. In like Bosnia and around there, uh-huh. like they had all the genocide in like the early nineties. I'm gonna have to fact check that real quick because I could be offending some people right now. Yeah, yeah, they had the Winter Olympics in '84. Uh, so before the Civil War. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's the joke they were making. Yeah, the siege of Sarajevo. There we go in 1996. Right. Um. But yes or no? Would you watch this one again? Yes, I would. Yeah. Yeah, I'd watch it again, especially watch it in a playlist, so we're going to put it in a playlist. What playlist does this go in? Grandpa episodes. Yeah, Grandpa and Bart relationship episodes. Mm-hmm. Battleship. You sunk my battleship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think how I can phrase this. Do one more while I think of what I'm trying to say here. Uh, uh, nautical Adventures. The yeah. Simpsons on a boat. I was going to say, like, Burns and Smithers... Mm. homoerotic relationship oh yeah yeah he's drawing burns like one of his french girls yeah Yeah. battleship did you you always draw your navy buddies like this until my discharge (laughs) um with like the heart of the ocean on him as well Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Oh yeah, there's two Titanic references in this episode then. So there was that and then like the whole ship splitting in half and yeah. and dunking. Oh, ship sp- split in half all the time. <laughs> we'll put it in the ship split in half playlist then. Um, Ralph lines. What do you say in this one? Intercourse? <laughs> Intercourse. <laughs> Very brief James Earl Ralph, but I like yeah. it. Could you sing Children Are Our Future? Children. Children. Future. Simba. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the playlist. Um, battleship. You sunk my battleship. Olympics-related things. They've been to like the Winter Olympics before, haven't they? Mm. They did curling at the Olympics, didn't they? Oh, that's right. An episode we have yet to do yet, which I think might have a chance at being our best HD era. Put episode. it with the Spell Olympics as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anything with the suffix Olympics, yeah. <laughs> suffix Olympics playlist. And, of course, the Lenny's Eye playlist. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Lenny. Yeah, very good. Poor oh, Lenny. I've got, yeah, Lenny and Carl. Like, mm-hmm. the, I've never seen such a spot <laughs> sewer. They're like, hey. Have a new knowing glance. <laughs> yeah. That was great. BT, would you like to change anything about this episode? Not particularly. There's a few little gripes, like Skinner punishing everyone in the beginning, but it's because we follow Bart, we don't follow the kids in general or anyone else's punishment we just kind of follow his punishment everyone else's punishment is just a quick joke that we get to the crux of the episode quickly so i'm not too down on it you know it's just it's a vehicle that gets us there other than that it's a bus uh yeah <laughs> well done it was a bus no not really this is two for two i don't really want to change anything this feels weird for me i want to yell about something <laughs> wait until um oh, i'll actually get into the reason why we're avoiding the hdr episode after we finish reviewing this one Okay. If you could be so kind to remind me, because I'll probably forget. I forgot what we're talking about. <laughs> hey, Elliot, remind us later. Something about the HD need... <laughs> taquitos. <laughs> oh my god, the fucking taquitos. <laughs> Put on our tuxedos. <laughs> I'd like some taquitos. How many fucking times have we said that <laughs> in, in throughout life? And you at home, write in, tell us how many times you've said that. It reminds me of this birthday card. Basically, my mum would buy, like, if she found a card that she found funny, she would buy it and store it in a little, like, drawer for use later. And I would go through it sometimes just because I was a kid and I was, like, six and I'd find these cards and laugh at them. And there was one that has stuck with me, which was, like, four kind of senior ladies walking along. And the bubble captions are, it's windy today, isn't it? And he goes, no, it's not Wednesday, it's Thursday. He goes, yeah, I'm thirsty too. Let's go get a drink. And you've brought forth that memory for me. And now it needs <laughs> now to go back need away. to suffer for it. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like the, yeah, I want some taquitos is just, yeah, a classic thing to say if you mishear anything. Like, yeah. Or someone says tuxedos. Oh, like that movie with Jackie Chan and Jennifer Love Hewitt. Around the world in 80 days? No, the taquitos. I know. <laughs> How about you, Jordan? Is there anything about this episode you'd like to change? It's strange. It's just a tiny little things, maybe, that I could go, well, you could make that, maybe do a rewrite on that joke or something. You know, but like tiny little bits, but nothing major. Little bits. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nothing major. It's just, I'm just not in love with this episode. Mm. There are some good bits, but I'm just kind of... Shouldn't Bart be really the only one who's punished and, like, the whole town be more angry at him? But we've talked about that. So, no, nothing huge that I really want to fix. Well, that's kind of it for me. Like, the the whole Skinner inconsistency, which I sort of said before. Like, Mm. I don't have a better idea of how you link the start to the end, but... Yeah, like you said, Beach is just sort of a vehicle that got us there. Yep. And it Beep kind beep. of it does work, but it's also clunky. Like, it doesn't sink your battleship, though. 
No. <laughs> does make me want some taquitos, though. Yes. <laughs> Any musical moments to stir to you guys? Children. 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 Like, I love this because it's so perfectly daggy. Like, yeah. it's the exact thing a school assembly would put on. Which says nothing yeah. at all. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready for the children? The futures are coming. But that's it. Kids! Yeah, just something perfectly simple and easy for the kids to remember. It's, you know, a nice little happy little crowd, please, that everyone's going to, hey, yeah, that, wow, yeah. I've never wanted a beer more than right now. <laughs> I love you, my crispy Beechwood-aged lover. <laughs> I like his introduction of now, because the children are our future. Here are the children of Springfield Elementary with a song they call, The Children Are Our Future. Children. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, for the next minute, it's just children, future, future, children, children. Yep. There's another Coming, whoa, 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 hey, hey. <laughs> There's another good bit of wordplay I liked at the end where it's like, we've got to get these old folks home to the old folks home. Yeah. yeah. There, there was some good little linguistic things in this episode. It was cute. Yeah, well done, Julie Thacker. Mm. Sharp as a thumb, Tacker. Yeah. <laughs> Not like me. Yep. BT, do you have any other notes? I have a lot, actually. Most of them are from the beginning, so let's go a little bit later. For starters, ha! Today's grass is too sharp. Not like in my day. <laughs> and then, man, so much in the beginning. I can't believe I haven't talked about beautiful gold, so so silver, and shameful bronze. Yes! <laughs> mm, oh my goodness, yes. and especially in the context of our podcast, which ranks with metals. Like, how many times yep. have we referenced that? Yeah, Amazing. He also doesn't know what to call a cubic zirconia, so fair enough. <laughs> I also really like how this whole bit ends where he's like, who is with me? And this is dead silence. Well, I don't care. It's my decision. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and one thing I also love about the whole Lisa's essay yep. convincing them to bring the Olympics to Springfield is that she didn't really care. No, no. everyone just else just wrote to the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> nice dated reference there, Lisa. <laughs> it was current at the time, Elliot. Hey, they're still well, around. Yeah, but, I mean, are they? <laughs> Backstreet's back, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess these days it would have been, oh, everyone else wrote to Fortnite. <laughs> Five seconds of summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're even there, like, they've had their time in the sun. Stop. Just that beautiful pun. Let's stop music. <laughs> Cancel music. <laughs> yeah. I love how Homer's like, hey, I'm going to design the new mascot. Unless one of you jinxes me. No, we're rooting for you, Dad. Go for the gold. Shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> and Wiggum's great little line. Yeah, you'll be completely above the law. Uh, women, guns, cash, whatever you want. I just love they have like a model standing there with guns and cash. Yes, yep. you didn't quite understand. Here's what's on offer. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, to have all three hey, at once. That hey, is the American yeah. dream. That's my dream. <laughs> and how about you, Jordan? Any other notes? Abe's like, oh, I'm back. Jasper has like these eyes that are like perfect eyeliner. They look beautiful. Really? Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, Sorry, which bit when he's like... When he goes, no, 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 it's not the puppy factory yeah. or whatever. It's the old folks home. And then there's a shot of Jasper oh. sitting on like a swing. Settlebet, boil or mole? Yes, that's the one. Yeah. Oh, Jasper looks amazing. Boil playlist. Mix this with the one where Homer didn't know if it was yep. a pimple or a boil. <laughs> it was a gummy bear. <laughs> when they're eating dinner and Bar goes there and you have to chew their food, basically, and Homer's yeah. complaining yeah. because they're all eating steaks, I noticed Lisa's plate is yeah. just like this formless lump of just and mashed just vegetables. <laughs> There's not even like greens on it. Like everyone else has greens, like broccoli or something, and hers is just, I think, mash. Yeah, like just at the last minute, the animators were like, oh shit, she's vegetarian. <laughs> what do vegetarians eat? I don't know. Mush! <laughs> <laughs> 
I liked the Atlanta What's It. Like, I don't know <laughs> if that's actually real or not. And the I Montreal d- Vampire. Yeah. <laughs> and then just a couple of sign gags that were interesting. I won't say good or funny, but some of them were interesting was that, first of all, the name of Burns' boat was The Gone Fishing 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, that was nice. There's a strange bit of text in the background on a shop when Homer is laughing at Bart's jokes on stage. In the background, it says, Contienience. There's a shop, and I think it was supposed to be convenience at one stage, but they've spelt it C-O-N-T-I-E-N-I-E-N-C-E. Really? <laughs> and I'm just like, what the hell was that going on? Where's it like incontinence, convenience? <laughs> like they've combined the two, but it's not quite right. Well, wow, Jordan noticing the spelling errors. Remember the last one you noticed in um, President War Pearls where the Springfield bus ah, yeah. was Springfield Elementary? Yeah. Yeah, very weird. I'm always noticing the strangest shit because Can't get why shit not? past Jordan. Yeah. So apparently the Atlanta mascot was Izzy, but was originally called What Is It? Oh, right. So, ah. uh, yeah. It's got nothing on Sid Millian Dickhead, though. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Fatso the Big Ass Wombat? Yeah, that was the superior one. Oh, for sure. <laughs> From Roy and HG. Yeah, yeah. the dream. Because <laughs> it was Sid Millian Ollie, yeah, but yeah. they called Ollie Dickhead, like constantly. <laughs> Sid Millian Dickhead. Oh, amazing. <laughs> yeah, Olympic mascots are weird. Yeah. Like when, oh, that wasn't the mascot, though. That was the logo for the London yeah. games that looked like Lisa giving Bart head. Yep. Yeah. That was so hilarious. I love how the internet tore it apart within seconds. Yeah. Yep. Like, here's the official logo. Um, Do you know what that looks like? <laughs> please, please do not. Yes. Like, you think yeah. you get, like, a, a small group of four Chanians around and go, look, can you make any kind of fun of this? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Start again, boys. <laughs> Fully. All right. It's time for my final notes. Uh, You've had your songs. So. Oh. <laughs> I can't even get a Motown version. Yeah. See, I liked the joke of, yeah, the guy from Mongolia saying yep. Motown is in Mongolia, but then he's all. Oh, the Motown sound, da 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 da, da. and that doing a like, uh, like a weird. Yeah, it went from a cute wordplay joke to like a stupid. Oh, look at his funny language. Hey, so you me, know that could be completely accurate to what Mongolian music sounds it might like. Might be. But I m- will put a lot of money on that. It wasn't. Yeah, my bet <laughs> is that it was just poking fun at Mongolia. I mean, likely, like- but you don't know. I don't, you're right. Yeah. Springfield cleaning up their act montage, which was nice, but the the lap dancing one, I felt like, ugh. I think it's meant to be a misdirect. Like, they're going to take, ah, oh, lap dancing and change it to something wholesome. Nope, it's just Lapland. Lapland dancing. I was expecting for them to go, like, slap dancing. Like, it was, you know, yeah. that one, like, Morris dancing where you, like, hit your thighs and knees as you dance around. I think it was meant to be a bit of a misdirect. It didn't quite land, I agree. Yeah. But, yeah. That was always my kind of take on it. But yeah, with Chief Wiggum shooing the rats away. Oh, <laughs> cinnamon, don't make this harder than it is. <laughs> oh, that was so no, sweet. Just one sad rat looking at him. Yeah. Oh, rats leaving town playlist. Yeah. Put this with Mo and oh, okay, everybody tuck your pants into your socks. <laughs> yeah. I like Bart's Foghorn. Boring. Yeah. Foghorn playlist. Yep. Oh, an old Jewish man um, calls for some Ipecac. <laughs> Swallow my wedding ring and those pirates came aboard. Give me some Ipecac. I'd like to expunge it. <laughs> yeah. Yeesh. Yeah. Oh, and Abe Simpson being very lucky to get the one chair with padding on it. Padding. And he'll come along like poking it with yeah. their fingers. Yeah, pretty cool. Padding. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we've all like been into the, oh, that yeah. one place that has the one good chair. Oh, yeah. Yep. And my final note was, yeah, just a bit more on that Can't Buy Me Love montage. I love like the way they cut to them and they're floating. Like when they're doing the half pipes and the yeah. wheelchairs. Oh, 
It's freaking adorable. Makes me excited for Tony Hawk's 10 when... <laughs> when they're all in wheelchairs. Yeah. <laughs> and then they freak out, like, you know, when you mess up and you can press the freak out button. Oh, and they, yeah. like, pick up their wheelchair and throw it and, like, smash it in half. <laughs> yeah. There's a freak out button? Man. Yeah, yeah. When you fucked up a trick, you could, like, oh, wow. freak out as in, like, throw a tantrum, basically. Nice, nice. I think that wasn't until, like, Tony Hawk's 4 or maybe even the underground pair of games. It's two or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> There's no more than two Tony Hawks. There's no more than 151 Pokemon. No, there are no more than 151 Pokemon. I'm happy to know there are other Tony Hawks, but I'm just saying the peak of the series was arguably two, maybe three. I actually think American Wasteland uh, was the best one, and a lot of people deride that game, and I don't know why. It was such a uh, smooth, open world with it. And didn't play it, so I don't know. Oh, it's so good. Out now on PlayStation 2. <laughs> All right. Well, I believe it is time to rank this thing. Jordan, your turn to kick it off. Uh, I feel like I'm going to go the wrong way to you guys now. There's no wrong way, <laughs> man. It's your personal there is. rank. Oh, man. really? Failure. No, I'm kidding. Hey. Uh, <laughs> uh, look, I. you know what? I don't know if I liked it as much as the last one. And again, really? I can't tell if that is pure nostalgia. Mm. I thought some of the jokes in this one were okay but silly whereas in the other one there were some where i'm just like i love this joke so much i think i have to give it a bronze like i don't i don't love it as much and i i can't objectively justify that let me put that on the record i know i'm probably wrong in quotes he put wrong in quotes. yeah (laughs) so but like again i have to go with my gut my gut is saying bronze gotta obey the guts man shameful bronze (laughs) (laughs) well actually this one i'm going so so silver like i gotta say all the race stuff at the start of the episode wasn't the best place to get the episode on and i know it was kind of the point in some bits but also it was a bit more egregious in others but ultimately this is a fun ride but not one that i'm saying excellent i'm saying yeah it's good it's great whatever so yeah i'm giving a a silver bt yeah i sat on gilver the whole time and it's one of the ones where my brain is like, look at the number of times you laughed, how well you laughed, how many notes you wrote down before they had to happen, how many times you laughed before they happened. Surely this makes it a gold. And the intestine is like, eh, it's just not quite there. I don't know why. And it's one of those ones where I have no real problems with the episode. You know, I have a lot of fun with it, but I just, I cannot give it that gold. So I'm on a so-so silver as well. I'm surprised. I don't quite know why it's not that little bit higher. The heart wants what it wants, and what it wants is a so-so silver. All right. Well, averaging out, this will be a dull silver. And this will be joining other such episodes as Simpsons Bible Stories, which we reviewed in our... Oh, yeah. That's uh, also some fun, yeah. Yeah, the Vignettes of Vignettes episode, Strong Arms of the Ma, where Marge gets jacked. That keeps oh. doing better than I remember. Yeah, and just beats the shit out of that person. Yeah. We do have that great one-for-one recreation of the Godfather. Yeah, yeah, but also she rapes Homer. In yeah. No, in oh, no, yeah. yeah. For an episode where that happens, it gets a pretty good ranking. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, but it does also have that cool bit where she like tries to go outside and it's like the swirling purple yeah. vortex, right? Yeah, that bit was pretty cool. I just cool. put your, your pearls in a drawer. That's what the floating head oh, yeah, that comes right, out of yeah. the vortex says. My God, do you even watch The Simpsons? <laughs> Bro, do you even simp? <laughs> And also be joining 500 Keys, one of my Poo- favorite HD era episodes. Mm-hmm. Ditto, Poo-de-toot. it's like isn't it like the second highest yeah. HD episode? Yeah, which at Dull Silver is pretty disappointing. HD Simpsons. Yeah, well, it's that and Good Sad and the Druggly. Is, Good Sad yeah. and the Druggly is currently our highest at a dull gold. Yeah. The next one after that is Lisa Simpson. This isn't your life at a uh, unanimous silver. And then in equal third place in the dull silver category, yep, is Five Hundred Keys and the Nedliest Catch. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, where Ned and Edna become Nedna, and also Treehouse of Horror XX I I I twenty three. I think that was the one we did with Jimmy and Phil. 
Oh, yeah. It starts out with the Mayan calendar. And yeah, then it's surprisingly the, a lot of fun. Yeah, black hole and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Zoon. Zoon. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it is time for a Classic Era episode. Woo-hoo. But before we move on to the Classic Era episode, which, by the way, is Old Man and the Lisa, you know, continuing on the with this. Lisa. Old- yeah. <laughs> See? Yeah, weirdly enough, the classic one is the worst title yeah. pun out of all of them. <laughs> so, yeah, just before we move on, the other reason I decided that to skip the HD era episode today is because, once again, it is that time where we are getting the Wasteland Band back together. <laughs> so, maybe in about a month's time, we're going to record our Wasteland episodes, which, for those that are unfamiliar, it is when me, BT, and Jordan marathon a bunch of mediocre to bad episodes. Yeah. Yay. And we we get lose to, sanity. <laughs> we get to get so angry yeah. at something that is a passion project of like hundreds of people coming together, <laughs> and we just get to shit on it. Yeah, it's great fun. So yeah, our first wasteland we marathoned seven teens era episodes in mm-hmm. a row, and the second wasteland we did, which was the HD wasteland, where we did eight mm-hmm. <laughs> bad HD episodes yeah, in a row. Yeah. But this one we're going to do it a bit differently. We're going to do season thirty catch up because we haven't reviewed any season thirty episodes yet. I was sort of waiting to see what if the series was going to get renewed for more mm-hmm. seasons, and it has. So that does Hooray! warrant a new era for the thirties, a mm. new fourth era. So, yeah, we'll do a catch-up in them in Wasteland form. And so we'll do four of those, and then we'll do three HD-era Treehouse of Horror episodes. Nice. Mm -hmm. What about the other two? We've got to do one more than last time. We've got to do nine. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Doing eight was painful (laughs) enough. (laughs) Doing eight was difficult. (laughs) Yeah. So I think seven this time, because the the Treehouse of Horror ones always take a bit longer. Sure. All right, so let's get on to the classic episode. This will be Old Man and Lisa. We'll be back. All right, and we are back, and we just watched our classic and final episode for the evening. This was Season 8, Episode 21, The Old Man and the Lisa. Rounding out our old man and the playlist. First released in April of 1997, it was directed by Mark Kirkland, written by... John Swartzwelder. Damn right. In this episode, I come on at home, you know this one. This is the one where Burns goes broke and Lisa teaches him how to recycle and he claws his way back to the top with the help of little Lisa's animal slurry. Guys, what did we think? Shit, this one's good. Fucking love it. <laughs> Damn. I love it so much. Like, yeah. My whole page is just up notes yeah. like, and quotes that I love from this episode. Amazing. Yeah, this is an amazing pairing of two well-established characters, especially at this point in season eight, mm. that didn't have many adventures together before. Mm. All right, that's yeah, brilliant. Though. Generally, if it's Burns, it's Smithers or Homer. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and to pair him with like someone who's the diametric opposite of him in every kind of alignment chart you can think of. <laughs> For real, it's so good. Uh, I'm so the, happy. Yeah, and you know, John Swartzwelder, he. Like, I think in his personal life, he is, like, has right-leaning tendencies and, you know, pretty anti-environmentalist. And I always appreciate the even-handed approach he has to Mm. delivering these episodes, which, yeah, in the end, still feel like they're coming out with left-leaning morals and stuff. Yeah, I think for the most of the show, you're supposed to kind of empathize with Lisa. Oh, Um, yeah. I think you're supposed to go away with the fact of, like... Even with something that's supposedly good, there are evil people out there that will use it for their benefit and Mm. for profit. For real. All right, BT, starting with you, what's a moment from this episode that stands out to you, for better or worse? 
Oh, man. Where do you even pick? It's tough as hell. That's why I'm glad I throw to you guys However, first. However, I am going to go with just how much like emotion there is when Burns loses everything. This is like he's a phenomenally evil character. There's so many things that are technically wrong in what he's doing. And yet when he loses everything, you feel for him. It's from the music cues. It's from the delivery of his yeah. lines. Mm. Of just He's suddenly just, you know, not on this powerful time. He's this sad old man. And just like, and Smith is all, oh, oh, first we have to get you out of the bank's house. I'll help you pack his, oh, dear. And it's just yeah. so simple. It's just an expression and delivery that carries so much of that gut punch. And you yeah. you feel bad for him. He's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> His little like quavering voice and just like very feeble looking like even more so all of a sudden. Yeah. You're kind of like, oh, yeah. But then later on, as they say, it's funny when it happens to them files. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, he's been so evil for so long. It's kind of hard to maintain yeah. that. Yeah. There's even a bit where, you know, the grocery clerks are watching him try and shop and like maybe losing his money has made him lose his mind. <laughs> yeah. And on all, all seriousness, I think that did happen because he's suddenly so very incompetent, no longer having that command because he doesn't have the power and the money yeah. anymore. And maybe he is actually just suffering from some form of dementia just triggered by all that loss but it's yeah it's powerful stuff and it carries a lot of heart for a character you should hate yeah and like in that moment where yeah he's realised he's lost all of his money they've showed him the graph with the very extremely down mm-hmm. <laughs> arrow and he's like for the first time ever Mr. Burns is uncertain about the future he just has that little oh what'll I do I, yeah. I made all the right choices yeah <laughs> oh you're just a bunch of yes men that were too gutless to say no yes. absolutely yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah oh the the humanization of Mr. Burns in this episode, yeah, you're right. It's just so amazing, hmm. especially when he's trying to win over Lisa as well. Yeah, like, yeah. with his please little uh, Doris Day esque uh, yeah. montage. Oh, is that what that's referring? According to? to my sister, who watches all her movies. So. Ah, because yeah, there's something very like early cinema musical about yeah, him yeah. being in the shop window, especially especially when Lisa's just tra la la along, just in a little hat. And like, <laughs> yeah. wait, what's wrong with that shop window? Please, <laughs> no. Please. <laughs> just winking at her, and then like trailing. Behind her with his like busted up little kite that he's obviously like yeah. made himself, and yeah, and the carousel as well, which catches up to her somehow. <laughs> I love that. It's so and then good. goes back. She like pulls away. Amazing. Yeah. How about you, Jordan? What's a moment from this episode that stands out to you for better or worse? Well, there's so many lines that mm. I'm sure we're all going to talk about, but the thing I guess that stands out to me, like watching it again this time, is the sudden like horror movie turn. Yeah. When she discovers the true purpose mm. of the plant. Yeah, I wrote down the world gone mad moment. Yeah. Everyone's like, no, you told us to recycle. Yeah. Stop. You can't mix plastics <laughs> with paper. And it's got that great little, uh, what I call the running spiders music cue. When oh, you yeah. just kind of run up. <laughs> I, don't know. Yeah. I don't know if there's a word for that. but Yeah, it's the, very um, like plucking the yeah. the top of the strings just above the nut of mm-hmm. the fretboard. Mm-hmm. I think everyone doing it in different styles, different ways. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that bit where he first shows her the Omni net yeah. and just her voice is like... Oh my god. <laughs> and then from there on the lighting. Yeah. It's like he's lit from below and she's shrinking back into his shadow and everything mm. and the lighting choices and the animation of it. Yeah. It just is so unsettling at the drop of a hat. Because before yeah. everything is nice and bright mm. and there's, you know, the stained glass wine bottle windows and everything's like pretty and, and it just turns very suddenly. And that he doesn't get it either. Yeah. What? Dynamiters need dynamite. Pigs need food. <laughs> yeah. Engines <laughs> need coolant. Yeah. Yeah. I'm applying the ball at a competitive price without wasting a single fish. Yeah, <laughs> it's all thanks to you. I know, oh, and it's, it's such a great moment. All the 
parts of the slurry making, like it's all like torture device shit. Oh, yeah. Mallets, just Mallets, mashing stuff. And I just love Lisa's, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just. Oh, a spoonful of slurry or whatever. <laughs> yeah. oh. So, yeah, all purpose fucking tonic. Like. Yeah. yeah. I love that it's what? Insulation for low income housing. Yeah. Uh, pig food. Pig food, truck coolant, and a powerful explosive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just the last bit before it kind of becomes normal again, where she's like, oh, I can't get the smell of slurry out of my clothes. And it's yeah. really well done. Like the animation and everything, mm. the music, the sound. That's that what stood out to me on this viewing because I'm like, that's just so well done. Also, the whole thing with the six, the can rings thing was yeah. something that was set up at the very yep. start of the yeah. episode. So this episode felt very purposeful as well. It was in threes as well because I wrote that at the very yeah. start because ah. like you have to cut these because fish get caught in yep. them and then when they're picking up the stuff setup, like reminder and payoff. Yeah, it was really well done. So good. Yeah. Oh my goodness, what am I gonna say? Stood out to me. Barney, I told myself this morning I wouldn't go and lick those windows. Lick that man's windows. (laughs) He just like shuts it just halfway through. Like, I'm sick of this. Yeah, look, I'm going to say, yeah, feeble Mr. Burns and Mm. him trying to help with Smithers' chores. And he's using like a fireplace tong to do the dishes. No, no, you just stay here and maintain your dignity. (laughs) Although Jordan's anal corner. Jordan's anal corner! As he leaves... There's a wide shot of him just sitting in the lonely apartment and the floor is completely clean. There's no shattered bowl or plate anywhere to be found. Uh, Come on. Details, guys. Wizard did it. Yeah. But yeah, when he's going shopping as well, and I mean, the obvious reason why this scene stands out, but also something that I only just noticed on this viewing where he's like going through Smithers shopping list. Mm Mm-hmm. And he tries to find the cereal for him. Yeah. Just showing, like, how Mr. Burns' brain works. He's Mm -hmm. like, even when he's trying to do someone else's shopping, he always relates it back to him somehow. Well, yeah. I mean, he doesn't think he's wrong. And that's, like, a line through the whole episode where he's like, no, I picked the right choices and this is what I know is right. And even in the point. point where he's in the bus... And Barney's like, aren't you that guy everybody hates? He goes, no, I'm Mr. Burns. Like, he's so oblivious. Yeah. Oh, he gets on the bus, grocery store, please. (laughs) (laughs) I'm shopping. (laughs) I'm riding a bus. (laughs) But yeah, so the supermarket scene as well. So yeah, why is Krusty buying his own cereal first off like that? I mean, wouldn't you buy, you know, Elliot-O's? But he's like looking at it, like he's contemplating buying it. Like He's like, wait, I got to make sure this isn't the one with the Uh, horrible... Oh, yeah. virus. <laughs> oh no, I was going to say the one with the jagged metal. Jagged. O. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and of course, who could forget ketchup and catsup? <laughs> He's uh, talking to the ketchup now. <laughs> ketchup, catsup, ketchup, ketchup. Are you, you here to help me with my ketchup, ketchup problem? problem? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, how much has this been quoted over the years? Uh, it's and does anyone know what catsup actually is? Uh, slightly. Do- is it more sugary? Spanish ketchup. Well, actually, I didn't know there's a difference between ketchup and tomato sauce. Yeah. yeah. So that much. ketchup has vinegar in it. Tomato sauce is way superior, clearly. <laughs> really? I mean, that's just my opinion. At me ketchup. <laughs> Here in Australia, we use tomato sauce, Elliot. Tomato. It's a bit of tom sauce, mate. I think it's just a regional dialect thing. Yeah? I think so. But the thing is, the way they presented the two bottles is that like, they were both two Heinz bottles. Remember, there's With also the names. line in the Tamako episode, you will be Heinz Ketchup, this will be Hans Ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> While we're looking for that, can I just quickly quote a bit that just floored me, even though I already thought it was funny, it was f- even funnier than I realised. 
recycle. It means to use things, to conserve our natural resources. Oh, so Mother Nature needs a favor now. Or maybe she sort of thought of that before she started besetting us with droughts and floods and poison <laughs> monkeys. Mother Nature started a fight for survival, and now she wants to quit because she's losing. Well, I say hard cheese. <laughs> <Yeah>. Just hard <laughs> cheese. I love the poison monkeys. Like, <laughs> what? Like, I was dying at poison monkeys. Yeah. And I just, I just concluded with, well, I say hard cheese. <laughs> like, again, unable to correlate, like, oh, we've destroyed the environment and the droughts and the floods are maybe not because of that she was going to do it anyway so fuck her yeah so apparently ketchup and catsup are more or less the same like catsup is like sort of regarded as an archaic term for ketchup so yeah like i feel like it's just like a southernism but yeah i assumed they were still the same pretty much yeah i'll do a little bit more research in the editing bay and unless editing bay elliot j has something else to say we'll move on our way yay and to the play count question, how many times you've today have you watched this episode? A slurry's worth. Yeah, we're into the season that I really love. Like, I have a very big soft spot for season eight. I know it's starting to get whack, but season eight is one of my definite faves, so a lot. Mm. Yeah, this is probably the last season where I was videotaping every single episode, and yeah, I've returned to this one countless times, well in excess of 50. So, Wacky Nurse, let's talk about some of the wacky cartoony things. We're now returned to Colonel Dracula Joins the Navy. Uh, Colonel? Colonel? <laughs> so good excellent i love that it. it's just a background joke yeah. too yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well also that it's the detail of like marge is awoken by the garbage stirring in the kitchen mm-hmm. and she walks down and homer and barter passed out <laughs> clearly been up all night watching b movies yeah. yeah along the line of colonel dracula joins the navy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just the simplicity of colonel <laughs> um, the wackiness of Homer, why didn't you tell me that Mr. Burns is broke and lost the plant? He's like, oh, I can't remember everything. You told me about that candy bar you found three times. Wow, Dad, you found a candy bar? Oh, <laughs> gather around, children, for I will tell you a tale. <laughs> you see? Yeah, Homer getting cut off <laughs> from a ridiculous story. What was yeah. the Lenny one? So why did Lenny bite you? Well, oh, I really left him no choice. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just realized when you before you were talking about recycling, like recycling, and it goes to his bit yeah. of the dictionary. I love how it pauses on all the R words, but I love the detail of the next sentence he uses. Oh, you delightful little ragamuffin, because yeah, ragamuffin has in been the, in yeah. the dictionary. So he went like, through it mentally. Yeah, I like that bit. I like that rah-rah was in his dictionary as well. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Oh no, his stock ticket was up to date, but you saw he hadn't looked at it because uh, it was 1929, and that's yeah. why there was a cupboards full of just like <laughs> the ticket like, tape. Oh no! Oh no! Smithers, well, why didn't you tell me about this stock market crash? It happened 25 years before I was born. <laughs> now so. that's your excuse for everything. <laughs> I don't know if I've said it on the podcast yet, but Nick from Pods in the Key of Springfield, who will actually be joining us next week, um, he gave us a suggestion for what to call the era of the season 30s Simpsons, which was. The depression. <laughs> <laughs> it does work. Yeah. We will fall into a deep depression. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> we have some troubled times ahead. It's like if any people have had the the trouble of like having someone on life support and you're like, do we keep them around or do you just pull the plug? And, you know, when it happens, are you relieved or are you like sad that they're gone? It's, and then you feel guilty that you yeah. feel relieved. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like I know these people have to have their livelihood depends on this show, but... It's just, you got to let it go. you got to move into acceptance that it's not what it once was and it's yeah. been a better place now. <laughs> no, I only feel sorry for, like, the support staff who have to, like, bring to life the thing that these shitty writers fucking put out there. Do you think, though, the writers are forced to come up with, like, I need your concept by next Monday? 
you better fucking have it on my table we or you're just fired. have no idea. And then maybe it's the producers or like the studio that is like... Well, I mean, that's a fair point because I think we've noticed several times with the new episodes and it's the kind of thing that Classic Simpsons used to make fun of them for is like these cheap and cheesy tie-ins like that fucking Project Runway one mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. When... Oh, yeah. Or even when they're like, uh, stories for years, wedding after wedding after wedding and one Selma and Grandpa and then that happens. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, Selma what? and Grandpa get married. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. In the uh, episode called Romy Old and Julie Eh. Right. I was about to say, well, I guess, yeah, they're technically not, like, blood-related, but still. Mm-hmm, but Ew. still. It's creepy. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds super creepy. So, any other wackiness from this episode? I mean, the Omni-Net is pretty wacky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fact it's, like, pulling in whales yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it's, like, the first <laughs> thing that it pulls in as well. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, sweeps the sea clean. Like, how is that a profitable business model? Like, I mean, you're going to kill all the wildlife around that area, and your plan is stationary, <laughs> so what's the plan here, guys? Well, yeah, I mean, he sold the business. That's for the fish stick uh, company to worry about now. That's true. Mm-hmm. Maybe they got enough slurry to make fish sticks for the next 10 years. Yeah. They can let the oh, ocean God. repopulate. <laughs> Homer drinks like probably I'm guessing like 23 beers in <laughs> That's one all sitting. The recycling I can do for this, day, honey. Oh, but if you give one more, I'll have a full bag. That oh. doesn't feel so good. Yeah. Why don't you go to the old folks' home? They practically live in their own filth. <laughs> oh, good idea. Thanks, Dad. You're welcome, honey. <laughs> it just like passes out. I love that his eyes are so red yeah. and blurry, and it's like the same as when he's had like his four simultaneous heart attacks oh later in the episode. Oh my god! The way that Homer drops after she rips up the yeah. check <laughs> because like I just love the staging of it because Marge kneels down yeah. and like to fill the screen. So Homer's head and shoulders are yeah. off screen, and, and he's in the background, <laughs> and you just see him pass out. In the it's so good. I'm so glad they did it that way. Yeah. Oh, so Jordan, you've got math brain. Sure. What percentage of 120 million is 12,000? Oh, is 12 Oh, that's like so it'd be 10% divided by 1,000. So, yeah, 0.01%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Homer, you and your poor math. <laughs> it kept him alive. <laughs> you really could have used that $12,000, honey. I know. Damn it, Lisa, take the money. You're not making Mr. Burns weaker by refusing it. Mm. But She's got ethical standards. Yeah, ethical standards that don't make sense. Yeah, but they don't make dollars either. Hey oh. <laughs> Sounds like you're thinking about profits, man. <laughs> Sounds like you're, you're working, working for, for your car, car man. <laughs> Contemporize, man. <laughs> Shine on you, crazy, crazy diamond. Always enjoy a good Pink Floyd reference. Yep. yep. Pink Floyd playlist. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and that the recycling plant was called Uriah's Heap. Uriah Heap was a prog rock band in the seventies. Yep. Oh, nice. Yeah. So how about the heart of this episode? Did you guys feel any bumps? Again, it's it's more the sympathy for Mr. Burns and Lisa believing in something and just having it go so wrong. Just <laughs> fucking and backfiring. The, and the fact that she is getting so upset when her family is making fun of Burns and like, he went from stinking rich yeah, and now he's just stinking. Although like, yeah, Marge's zingers are beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It was so good to see Marge get the laughs then and like... Even Homer was, like, supporting, like, oh, wow, two for two, honey. (laughs) Oh, you are bad, Marge. Yeah. (laughs) So good. Yeah. um, No, he's changed. Yeah, he's broke. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Lisa is trying to defend him. because she believes in his redemption. And for him to just, like, crush her little spirit like that, so cruel. Well, again, he doesn't even know he's doing it. Yeah, Marge and Lisa at the end as well, obviously, because she... Marge is also conflicted, and I like that Lisa is like, oh, I can't take this money. Can I, Mom? Like, cause yeah. she, she knows that she her... <laughs> that Marge is like the 
emotional uh, center, I guess. And that March comforts her and doesn't make her feel bad about it is very sweet. Yeah. Oh, you did the right thing. You know, you followed no, your No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Take the $12 million, put $10 million into a recycling program. You still have two for your family. That'll set you up for life. That does better than letting Mr. Burns keep $12 million. Mm. It's practical, Lisa. God damn it. But then we don't reset back to zero for another wacky adventure. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah, so it is a different kind of heart in this episode, but the big heart moment for me... As an old school wrestling fan from the 90s, uh, was yeah. Brett the Hitman Hart. Yeah. Mm. Um, Triple H. Different wrestler. Oh, it is too. Yeah. I'll think about that after I settle yeah. in a second. That's only two H's, Hitman Hart. <laughs> Triple H wasn't even in the Hart Foundation. And the Shrieking Sheik <laughs> is three doors down. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. Yep. So it was actually weird that Bret Hart didn't actually kind of sound like himself in this episode. Oh, so it was him. It was him. Oh, okay, cool. And because originally he was just brought in as a generic wrestler, but when the Simpsons staff sort of found out, oh, this guy's popular and he has like a reputation and a fan base and stuff, they made a change late in the animation stage to make it actually look like him. So yeah, when he was performing, apparently they didn't really give him the direction. Mm. Um that's why his voice is a little bit inconsistent. He's a little this. bit meant to be generic wrestler. Yeah. Okay. Even when he's yelling at Burns. Yeah. Why would I want to punch it? That probably sounds like the most Brett. Yeah. Brett. <laughs> Pitiful pencil neck geek. <laughs> yeah. Lots of plosives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wrestlers live for the plosives. <laughs> the thing is, he basically lets him take it, but then yeah. Burns just sets it down and walks off without it anyway. Yeah. Oh, well, I took that as because Mr. Burns is like, oh, I suppose you wouldn't want that. And then like, he lost his confidence in that True, painting yeah. as well. Yeah, no, good point. Mm. And I thought the design of him, yeah, it, I mean, it looked like Bret Hart, pink tights and a mullet and everything. And Yeah. Yeah, and I love that because I love Bret Hart. You know, my my era was around 97 to 2000 WCW. And uh, yeah. Born and, Crush Wednesday? What? <laughs> it's an internet thing. You wouldn't understand, pops. <laughs> <laughs> Contemporize, man. <laughs> but I've been thinking about having a tattoo of him on my foot, and that can be the heart that I wear on my sock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. It's board yep. approved. Yep. So ultimately, though, guys, did this feel like an episode of The Simpsons? 110. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Like, everyone is exactly what you would imagine they would do in that kind of situation. Like, Burns working his way back up by, like, manipulating someone into doing things his way. And yeah. being evil the whole yeah. time. This is high-density slurry Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, what I admire about it is it's doing an odd pairing. So, yeah, with Lisa and Burns, but it's also doing a fish-out-of-water story, you know. We've had this. Yeah, it's in the six-pack. Hey! <laughs> but, yeah, we've had, you know, Mr. Burns only being rich, and it's like a simple premise for an episode then. What if rich guy was poor now? Mm, yeah. But they really took it to an original place. Yeah, mm. I know. Kind of a weird thing structurally is how short the third act is. Yes. But I also like, because it's just such a big surprise, you really don't know where this is going to go. Yeah. Yeah, I think it still works. It just feels surprisingly short, but that, I only kind of really noticed this watch. So yeah. maybe normally when I wasn't paying that much attention, it wouldn't feel so odd. Yeah, it's sort of the story escalation that you would have thought would have third act stuff would have happened halfway through the second act but i do appreciate how well paced it was as well yeah and i find there's a lot with the kind of the latter day schwarzwelders they're very packed at the beginning but kind of dash towards the end mm. and in some of them it's a bit of a detriment here i don't think it's a problem because again it comes so much down to that fantastic turn when lisa finds out what's really going on yeah yeah there's not much else to that like what else is she gonna do and i think they want to spend most of the time with 
burns oh, yeah. and his life outside of the plan and yeah we spend our time where it's, the, where it's the most fun yeah but yeah it is sort of the drama is heavily weighted in the third act where at the start of the third act lisa has only just agreed to help mr burns and then by the end of the third act we have the factory so oh, wow. yeah yeah it is like heavily weighted and it does rush mm. through but i think the rest of it built up nicely. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. gets that plant built and sold so quickly shrewd businessman yep mm-hmm. Would you watch this episode again, though? Absolutely. In a fucking heartbeat. Oh, man, yeah. I'm going to watch this again. I'm going to get a big spoonful of slurry and sit down and watch this in a playlist. It's what... good for what ails you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what other episode playlist would you episode this episode in? I got a good one because we've got one that we already did today. Mm-hmm. It's the what you can get for a nickel playlist. <laughs> <laughs> because he was yeah. like, you can see a movie, get popcorn, like all this stuff. And then in this one, he was saying like all the stuff you can get and then a trolley mm-hmm. from... And a steak and kidney pie mm. yeah battery park yeah. to the polo fields that's right <laughs> polo yeah. fields yeah <laughs> don't poo poo a nickel lisa yeah <laughs> though i really like the uh, turn of then she's like there's a can yes. but later on she's all like oh we've done so much for the environment there's a can yeah. <laughs> other playlists other people in charge of the plant yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lenny's reign of terror. Everybody, uh, work harder. Uh, ah, I did something bad, and Lenny sent me home to think about what I did, but I forgot what it was, so I'm watching TV. <laughs> References to Will There Ever Be a Rainbow? Because, like, according to your last autobiography, you're only worth 200 million. Oh, that's right. Or 120 million, whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah, any other playlists? Pink Floyd references. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Smithers Apartment references. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I do like the Malibu Stacey's up in the wall. Yep, yep. Uh, Maggie, more intelligent than her age. Yeah. He's like, uh, I need to speak to your daughter. Oh, you mean Maggie? And yeah, she and shoots she, him the finger she, guns. She like finger guns him. <laughs> and you go, oh, yes, the child that me. No, I, no, the, I mean your other daughter. I love the lead into that. So Homer opens the door. Sir, we've never met before, but I am C. Montgomery Burns. Yeah, because yeah, after Who Shot Mr. Burns, that was sort of effectively the end of, yeah, Mr. Burns not being able to recognize Homer Simpson. Yeah, because so, now they've called attention to it. It's no longer funny. Yeah, but, you know, the little subtle ways that they did that mm. in the future future like that yeah that yep. was funny bt what would you like to change about this episode oh man i would just make it longer because i don't want to cut anything so we can have a longer third act but add another five minutes i think there'd be some fun of lisa trying to get people to stop recycling yep. again it's not a problem that it's such a rushed ending it's just it just feels like there's more there's you know something going to be on the cutting room floor or the script that never got a chance to become even you know a uh, storyboard yeah. And I'm just kind of curious what that was. But no, everything else is so good. It moves so fluidly and it's great. Jordan? Yeah, I'm saying like, fuck, what do you change? It would only be to add more stuff. Like, for example, it'd be great to have a midway point where Lisa does take money. Mm. Like, because she gets a handful of coins first. Yeah. And then she gets offered the $12 million at the end. There's nothing between the two. But I was thinking in the middle, like a reasonable amount of money that enables her and the class to go on the trip to Albany. Oh yeah. oh yeah and have more of like skinner in that part as well was skinner taking them to albany for steamed hams i would assume <laughs> so yeah like what do you change i don't know there's so many good quotes in here that mm-hmm. i can't cut anything to put in other stuff that wouldn't be nearly as funny yeah um i, I i'm a tank's empty man <laughs> like i'm not good enough to make this episode better mm. and i think this episode is pretty fucking great yep any musical moments that stood out to you guys no, I don't think there was much. Not a song from Mr. Miley Cyrus Sr.? No. Oh, yeah, that's right, when they're doing line dancing. Yeah. yeah I f- did forget about that. I just love the... 
tacky, achy, breaky heart playing while there's just the saddest, most slow-moving seniors. Yeah. yeah. The one guy is like, come on, Mr. Burns, get in the spirit. Yeah. I love yeah, how... There you go. I love how that looks like a young, like, Ron Howard. Sure, <laughs> You have to do something between Happy Days and directing. The withering glare that mm. Burns gives him. Yeah, and that little, mon- yeah, that little the yeah. monologue of, so this is how the Burns saga ends. Yeah. While he's looking out the staring window. Yep. At that one tree with one leaf just the barely hanging on. <laughs> and the, you know what? There's some more grandpa in this one. We didn't kind of notice that. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Retirement Castle playlist. Yes. And that's been all these episodes. Oh, wow. Something about the old man in the sea all have grandpa. All Dude, have old men thought. in there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I love his bit of, that's the rec room. We're not allowed in there. Yeah. Library. No, can't go there either. Don't even think about going in the games room. <laughs> nope. They don't give us newspaper. They angry up our blood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Simpsons is never one for like the, uh, I don't think like the aspiring director to put in all types of visual metaphor in. Mm. But there is a little bit in this episode, like the single leaf on the tree, like yeah. just barely clinging on mm. to the ah. thing. But at the very end as well, your fish trapped in the plastic net gave him an idea and he holds up the plastic net and you can see Lisa's face outlined oh. in the uh like now the, she's the six pack. The yeah. Oh, right. So there's a lot of like visual stuff, but it's very clever and you, you don't usually expect that from The Simpsons. It's usually just like framing the shot so they can tell a joke. Yeah. So yeah, I was I was quite pleased with that. No, that's an amazing thing. Yeah, mm. I didn't even think that deeply into it, but you're right. That's like everything in this episode feels so purposeful. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I mean, again, we have the bit with the spineless yes men, and then when he's staring out the window, going, "Well, I'm ruined because of all those yes men." And then you hear Lisa's shrill, annoying voice. Yeah, <laughs> shrill, disagreeable <laughs> voice. Yeah, <laughs> that voice, that shrill, disagreeable voice. Yes. <laughs> all right, we're in the final stretch. BT, do you have any other notes? What a load of garbage! I'm ecstatic. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I'll be brief. Family, religion, friendship. These are the three demons you must slay in order to succeed in business. <laughs> and your sentence talking about businesses. I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah, I-, I do love the posters in the background of that scene where like, I'm high on capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Up. best way to get high, baby. Up with business. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Line my dad really likes his. Boy, why aren't you making any business deals? I'll do it this afternoon. <laughs> that is so... Pri- Simpsons broke yep. my brain. Like, yeah, yeah, I always think about that. Jordan, any other notes? Yes. A wackiness I forgot about when Marge wakes up and her hair is half flat <laughs> and she just kind of Bumps brushes it. a little bit and it goes... Yep. <laughs> oh, my favourite one, and I quoted it before the episode, which is, Smithers, I'll handle this. <laughs> Shut up, little girl. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's his solution for that problem. Yeah. Shut up, little girl. <laughs> he says it so nicely. And then the last are just two quotes that are also Dear my favorites. Yeah. Motivation, huh? Well, if you meet this week's quota, I'll take you to the most duck-filled pond you've ever laid your eyes on. Oh, hot diggity. And they're all just like... You know, oh, that is such so a good incentive. I'd love yeah. to go to a really duck-filled pond. Yeah, hey, exactly. Wow, look at all those ducks. <laughs> they're practically filling that pond. Yeah. And the other one, I can't remember what Lisa originally says, but she's like, see? And then Marge is like, Lisa, nobody likes a gloater. Right, Homer? Right. See, Lisa? <laughs> see? Yeah. Yeah, when Mr. Burns is getting back on his feet, she's oh, like, yeah. see? I told you people say, see? <laughs> and it's time for my final notes. Final notes. <laughs> oh. Elliot's final notes. Abbreviated theme song. Yeah, the uh, Barney, aren't you that guy that everybody hates? Again, another fucking <laughs> memed moment. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I know the Simpsons against liberal page loves that one. Aren't you that guy with that everyone hates? No, I'm Andrew Laming. <laughs> uh, by the way, for our international listeners, the Liberal Party oh, yeah. is not like the standard definition of you liberals. You see, in Australia, everything is upside down. Yeah, so it's... our conservatives are called the Liberal Party. But it's capital L liberal, but yeah. they are not small L liberal. No. No, that's right. Mm. Oh, I liked how, yeah, when Mr. Burns is starting to make some headway with the recycling stuff, that, yeah, he's investing in himself and, yeah, takes his first five cents and invests yep. it in a nail and a stick yep. to improve productivity. Very smart. Yeah. Very, very business. Well, yeah, I mean, it just shows a natural progression without doing, like, a wacky montage. It's, mm. it's totally practical. Yep. Yeah. The man who stole Christmas <laughs> from 1981 to 1985. Yeah. It's impressive. Yep. Um, it's hard to steal Christmas. It's very big. <laughs> and yeah, that's all my notes. It's time to rank this thing. BT. Ah. Oh. Ah. I'm on a, I'm on a cubic gold and I'm figuring out where exactly on that I am. It's such a good Mr. Burns episode, but is that cubic good? Uh, what do you think, Guts? Oh, we don't know. We just want more tacos. You're no help. Um, hmm. I'm gonna say cubic, but I reserve my right. <laughs> it's just to blurt out something later. Jordan, I have to go with my guts, and my immediate reaction was cubic because I love so many quotes from this episode. Mm. And again, viewing it this time, and like I was talking about with that that reveal of what the plan is actually for, is so well done, yeah. and I like it so much more now that this is just very dear to my heart. Is it essential? I think so, because I think how many prior episodes have we seen Mr. Byrne lose everything and yeah, build it yeah. all back up? And it's a very well-structured story. Yeah. And I'm, and, I'm trying to convince myself at this point And if well. you have, this is probably the first one where we've had a Lisa and Burns mm. or, or like a different combo for Burns yeah. that is pretty iconic. I think the problem with thinking of Cubic Zirconia as essential is it's hard to think of latter day as being essential because you think it's essential yeah. as being your foundation, your building blocks, whereas is this one that basically could not be improved and i very much would argue no it couldn't be so but i'm still not certain damn damn your intestines because you kind of do need representatives of this is what mid to late classic Mm. simpsons is too like yeah this is all the building blocks but then this is what they did with that foundation foundation because you know about least you know about burns and yeah this is what would happen if you put the two in a in a room together essentially and the results are hilarious yeah yeah look i'll be honest i was flipping between cubic and gold for the whole thing i am gonna go with cubic maybe if we just watched the episode and we ranked just going off watching the episode without the discussion i may have gone gold but honestly in this discussion i'm like really appreciating how much work the Mm. simpsons did in this episode and especially with the unusual pairing of two characters that although polar opposites go extremely well together how organically they came together and how it worked out and yeah and my complaints with this episode are so minimal and if we're talking yeah essential simpsons to watch yeah i mean don't watch this one first i think you need to watch a few more mr burns is actually rich episodes for this one to Mm -hmm. carry the weight that it does because it is more for the seasoned fans but yeah cubic for me so you're sticking with cubic though i am it's just it's so well put together and yeah those moments of the world gone mad for lisa and the big reveal is just so powerful and potent and again we i come back to my original the first point i made on this discussion which is how much sympathy you get for burns simply through the delivery of lines the music cues and yeah. everything else and it works so well so yes. yeah the roller coaster that you go on kind of emotionally because yeah. it goes through so many different twists and turns about like oh i hate this guy oh i want him to succeed and then oh 
oh my god he's yeah. a monster like <laughs> yeah. yeah you to pack that into yeah, kind he, of he's so 22 much, minutes he's so much more of a monster at the end than at the beginning yeah. because he clearly doesn't get the problem yeah and that's what lisa says even right yeah. she says like you know when when you're trying to do good you're even worse yeah. like yeah that's yeah powerful stuff all right well this will be a unanimous cubic zirconia <laughs> and it will actually only be the second unanimous cubic zirconia from season eight yeah these tend to be like dull cubics or shiny golds right most of these season yeah eight. so the other unanimous cubic zirconia from season eight was brother from another series the nice um, cecil yeah that is cecil, amazing sideshow bob and all that yeah. and yeah let's just uh, quickly see some cubics that we did with you jordan brush with greatness yeah so good yeah, with Ringo and the painting. Such and the- a, we were talking earlier about the different kinds of failure, but like the different kinds of cubic as well. And that is, I think these are two polar opposites. Almost yeah. of like, Brush with Greatness is like cute story with like fun little jokes, but this is like serious. Like they've matured. The mm. acting and directing is all yeah. very on point. Yeah. Home of the Heretic, where Homer stops going to church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck, that's good. Yeah. Lisa the Beauty Queen, which Aww. we were just talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. About how I gushed and gushed and gushed. Oh, you gushed. <laughs> <laughs> a new Kid on the Block, the Laura Powers episode. Yeah. He's just a kid. Just a kid. <laughs> just a kid. Mark, come get your jammies. Clean <laughs> <laughs> out your jammy jams. The Springfield connection with Marge the Cop. Yep. Oh, Bart sells his soul. Yeah, that was a uh, season seven. Yeah, that was yep. unanimous. I remember that. That was the very first one I did. Oh, it was too, wasn't yeah. it? It's the oh. very first, the introduction of Jordan Frost. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I, that's that's probably still like my favorite episode. But anyway, yeah, mm. keep going. Yeah, I oh, love that one. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that about does it for the Simpsons Index. But before we get out of here, we like to talk briefly about some things that we're into that are outside the Simpsons. <laughs> so, books, TV, film, music, podcasts. What are you into? BT, we'll start with you. I'm going to recommend two YouTube channels real quick. So one is Racevic. I'm going to read this out. R-A-Y-C-E-V-I-C-K. He kind of does retrospectives on video games and stuff. Talks about story and how they're various, you know, new, what element, new elements they put in, what was the trend at the time. And it's you know, pretty fascinating stuff. Yeah. Also does a really good kind of quick dive on uh, the Doom 2016 soundtrack. I think it's also a really interesting soundtrack worth checking out ah, in yes. its own right. And also Girlfriend Reviews is a... Um, <laughs> Uh, you're gonna have to explain this a little bit because it I sounds will, okay. You freaking perv. <laughs> uh, it's, it's this a, sounds like it could go down a dark <laughs> path. Yeah, it's this girl on YouTube who reviews what it's like to live with her boyfriend when he's playing various video games. Okay, uh, <laughs> so it's like a, it's a unique and fresh take on how to review video games, which I didn't think was possible anymore. And yeah. it's just real cute and uh, entertaining. So check that out. They're doing very well for uh, you know they've kind of exploded very quickly. So good for them. Wonderful. I just dropped my phone. How about you, Jordan? What are you into these days? Uh, nothing that anyone will find interesting. So, cool. okay, first of all, if you do like anime and you haven't seen Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, just go check it out. It's only like, it's, I was about to say, it's only 64 episodes, but it's so good. And the story is really good. It's drawn really well. It's so cool. I am kind of finishing up Red Dead 2 slowly. I'm in this, the last chapter, the very last chapter, where I'm just kind of running around in Epilogue Part 2 and just finishing up some last things. And that's been really fun. But I'm just like, I just got to finish this because I want to play a different game now. Yeah. <laughs> and in the spirit of YouTube channels, mm-hmm. something that I have been enjoying and forcing upon <laughs> you guys recently is uh, Neil Ciceriga. I think <laughs> I just looked up how to pronounce that and I think it's right. He does like song mashups. He does his own like music as well on his own, but his bread and butter 
is taking songs that should not exist and mashing them together. So, for example, I was just blasting a song called Crocodile Chop, which is the Chop Suey lyrics to the tune of Crocodile Rock by Elton John. And it shouldn't work, but it does. <laughs> and it, it's so great. But other ones were like Elliot is a big Power Rangers fan, so that we did a Party Rangers, the Power Rangers theme with Miley Cyrus's party yeah. in the USA. But he's done other ones like Elliot's favorite is the Wonderwall one that he did where <laughs> today, 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 today. Um, he is great. You may remember him from like 2006 when he did the Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny, which was a song about every pop culture person like fighting each other. It was a Albino Black Sheep animation that got really, really popular. Um, and since then, he's made a bunch of music and did like Potter Puppet Pals, Ariel Knees Legs. He did a bunch of stuff that you may recognize and go, it's all by the same guy. And he's just so fucking talented and I love him. Yeah, I, I first heard about him from the hottest 100s and thousands guys who put his version of Wonderwall when they had to review a Wonderwall because they were like, <laughs> oh, fuck this song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I realized we can actually play his music without yes. uh, fear of retribution because he's not himself allowed uh. to sell most of his music because mm. it's all mashed up. And you know, licensed material, so yep. he mostly gives it away for free. Well, let's hear it now. Yeah, <laughs> you get the idea. Yeah. But- but as far as uh, recommending things that you might not have heard of, there's a podcast called The Grub. Now, I'm not normally into improv podcasts. Like, okay. I tried Comedy Bang Bang a few times, and it's just, it's too fucking loose for my liking. Mm. There was even a podcast a little while ago that I started liking, which was Off Book, where two people and a guest try to come up with a new musical every week, and it's just improvised, and they have an improv piano player there, and it's such a cool concept, but... Again, because of the hit and miss nature of improv, yeah. and also because they're not doing it in front of a live studio audience, they don't have the immediate feedback. So often they go down their own tracks of bullshit, which aren't good. They're not playing. Yeah. But what separates the grub is like you can tell they've gone in and recorded a whole bunch of stuff, and then done a bunch of post production uh, stuff okay, to it, good. and done a little bit of Cleaned editing. So yeah, I really like it. And it's three Australian comedians: Greg Larson, Ann Edmonds, and Ben Larson. Ben Russell. And they are extraordinarily funny. Without spoiling too much, there was a sketch that I absolutely adored where they were setting it up like there was a guy in the woods trying to lure children to his house. Mm -hmm. And like they're trying to give off this whole big pedo vibe. And they're like, why has he got cameras everywhere? And then one of us, I think he's a pedo. And he's like, no, it's worse. He's a YouTuber. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's like, all right, guys, I'm just going to start rolling and the stream will begin. What's up, YouTube? And the kid's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Don't forget to smash that like button. No. (laughs) Hit that subscribe bell. (laughs) So, yeah, The Grub, available on all your podcast stuff. Uh, I like it a lot, but also... It's a bit weird. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, that about does it for the Simpsons Index 121. Let's get out of here. That's been Jordan Frost. Goodbye. That's been BT Calloway. Hoi. And I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill. That's all the mustard in the house. Shut up, little boy. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Simpsons Index podcast, which is also an online spreadsheet available at thesimpsonsindex.com. You can chat to us online at facebook.com slash thesimpsonsindex or at Simpsons Index on Twitter and Instagram. And now please stay tuned for the bonus scenes!
and I'm your host, Elliot J- B- B- I'm Julius the Camel. <laughs> Brand new character for the <laughs> yeah. show. Uh, yes, I'm the wacky sidekick. So, guys, what did you think? Oh, it's like Danny Roosevelt is in the room with us. <laughs> I'm Danny Roosevelt. <laughs> I'm Danny Roosevelt. <laughs> Oh man, we gotta do a Spartacus thing. <laughs> no, I'm Danny Roseman. Yeah, we'll do that to him next time. Uh, we're <laughs> yes. on a podcast with him together. He'll do it. No, I'm, I'm Danny Roseman. <laughs> Just don't put this in so he learns yeah. about our plan. Yeah, uh, whenever I listen to my voice, I'm like, oh, you dopey motherfucker. Just put on like a news presenter voice. Mm-hmm. Sound like a person. Around the time that, yeah, we got Optus Vision in our house and Ooh. Foxtel later, and. You were just seeing like. Cheetah and giraffes everywhere. What? <laughs> you had Optus Vision. What's an Optus? Optus, the telephone company. How do cheetahs and leopards come because into it? Because their whole marketing campaign was about like African animals. Was <laughs> you remember that? No. The my zoo and everything. It was like oh. they all their ads were about like animals. Oh, I thought Just... their slogan was Optus. It's us or Telstra. <laughs> yeah holiday last year and one of her daughtering friends was there and I was sort of making everyone dinner you know just a basic bitch pesto pasta sort of thing mm-hmm. and she goes oh you should go a master chef and I'm like okay and then the next person walk in the room I just said he should go on master chef uh, <laughs> and then we sat down to dinner and people were like yeah decent food Elliot and she's mm. like I think he should go on master chef mm. <laughs> No, I could go on MasterChef as long as I had my HelloFresh box with me. And yeah. you're stoned as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Your and my stoned cooking butter. is amazing. <laughs> Just, yeah. Smoke this first, wait half an hour, then try my food. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, Elliot, your challenge was to use smoked salmon. Wow, well, I made nacharoni cheese. <laughs> it's good, eat it. <laughs> there might be salmon in it. I, I, made... I don't know, salmon's uh, stupid. I eat did it. make a bong out of a salmon. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? It's like smoked. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, see, when you use it, it's like you're making out with a fish. Yeah, what would be worse, putting the mouthpiece on the mouth or the anus of the salmon? Anus. <laughs> the, the answer is always anus. That's That would be worse. Maybe yes. you use the gills instead. Oh, yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway. Um, uh, no, wacky wacky. Did yeah. you hear that? I did. That was weird. Yeah. Was that like a... Elliot just echoed through time. I wonder if it's on the playback. I wonder if, because um, my brother was meant to drop around today to drop off a daybed, so. Oh, and I have a message. Oh, is it outside? And I just yelled really loudly and I may have interrupted your recording? Oh, no. Hey, I'm running out of time today. I might bring the daybed around another time if that's cool. <laughs> so he's not then, outside? So he wouldn't be. So we just have ghosts. That yeah. sound like Elliot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, I'm going to design the new mascot. Unless one of you drinks me. No, it. Unless one of you jinxes me. No. Who's just like, like. Squ- it's like not squatting, but like uh, pressing or what do yeah. you call it? Ch- clean and jerk. He's cleaning, jerking a huge, huge amount of weight. Yeah, well done. They need to contemporize, change it a little, Deb. <laughs> and, little, uh, give us some face, ta- give us some face tattoos, yeah. and uh, yeah, be all good. Make that chick's face look like she was a desk in detention. <laughs> um, and I think that'll be good. But is it too loud if you do this? <laughs> Is it too loud if we do this? <laughs> yes, that was quite loud. Yeah. yeah no. Okay. Well, there we go. I have a new metric. What up, milkshakes? <laughs> Stay fresh, cheese bags. 